What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Season Gaming BitCast. It's another fine Saturday here, and we are at BitCast episode 140, and we have one hell of a week of gaming news, so it's going to be a fun one. Um, I hope everyone tunes in. If you listen to this later, thank you, of course. But first, I need to shout out to my partner in crime, Mr. Craig himself. What's going on, sir? Not much. Do we actually start on time? Or we uh, like one minute late? Within a minute, yeah. yeah hey, you know what? Today. It's a hell of a day. Yeah, the rest, gonna... the rest is cherry on top from here. Yeah, man. right. All right, get the, <laughs> get the outro ready. <laughs> We're done, guys. That was yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was it. It's over. It's over. But we got at least get, we got to get Pong's, you know, gaming history out of the way, and then we're good. Yeah, yeah. We'll just introduce just, everyone to Pong and be like, yeah, All right, nothing thanks. actually happened this yep. week. <laughs> we're good to go. At least get oh, me man. in there, please. <laughs> Leo's already calling you Fork in chat, Dan. I think you need to know this in the bud. I really do because you know we talked about it on a show, and it was first it was Spork, but I think I'm going to go with Fapoon. You know, from the <laughs> K and Peel skit, you know that's that's the really the way to go. You know, yeah, so I like yes, Fapoon. I'm getting spook. I don't even know. I like Fapoon. You know, <laughs> if I'm gonna go with something. We might as well just you know go off the charts. Yeah, that's all right. You're yeah. you're, a, you're a seven rated Fapoon. We got okay. it. Thanks. <laughs> Best Fapoon in my book, man. Hey, <laughs> the only. Let's hope so. You don't want too many of those. (laughs) Joining us, uh, I know all of our chat and uh, the community is familiar with him, but joining us for the first time on BitCast is Mr. Pong Soul. What's happening, man? Oh, man. Uh, Like I was telling you before show, man, another uh, podcast bucket list uh, checked off here. Yes. (laughs) Getting on with you guys. This is awesome. I love what you guys do here at Season Gaming. So this is incredible. Thank you again for the invite. I appreciate you guys so much uh, for letting me be a part of this. Uh, It's been a crazy run in 2021. Uh, All the beautiful people in chat. Uh, awesome to see you all. Uh, I've hung out with almost all of you at some point in some <laughs> chat somewhere. Uh, since that's what I, that's what I started out in 2020 doing. So uh, this has uh, been a crazy ride, but glad to be here. Thank you so much. Yeah, man, definitely, definitely. So you know, we we talked about it before, and I know our audience knows, but because it's your first time on Bigcast, we like to talk just briefly about uh, your gaming history, what got you into it. Um, boy gaming. <laughs> Damn it, Dan, you threw me all off track. Um, but yeah, Pong. So I know, uh, obviously, you are uh, season gaming like our, you know, like us. Um, you've been around. I know we've talked a little bit personally about kind of your gaming history and whatnot. But uh, really quick, why don't you kind of get us uh, or walk us through what got you into gaming initially um, and the journey to this point? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so. Some of my earliest memories, my most vivid memories, everybody's got a different point in their life that they remember from, but mine go back to probably age four or five, uh, playing with my grandpa and my dad uh, on a 12-inch black and white TV, uh, Pong, the original Pong with paddles, uh, hence part of my name. So, Which is still a great game. I played that a couple years ago, and like it's the nuance to moving those paddles and playing someone one-on-one is still like competitive. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Of course. I, I actually want that new one-up uh, table that they came out, that pong yeah. table. It's yeah, yeah. gorgeous. Uh, so yeah, no, it starts way back then. And gaming has been a part of my life ever since then. Uh, I've never had a time where I haven't had gaming um, at some in, in some level or fashion. Um, so, you know, from there, it just, 
you know, arcades. Um, you know, my, my parents were divorced. So, you know, weekends with dad, he always took you somewhere fun. So it was either grandparents house or, you know, uh, to the arcades or something like that. So, uh, tons of memories there. Uh, Atari 2600 came into my life and, and probably changed everything at that point, obviously, because then I was at a little bit older age and, and, and obviously I've got fantastic memories from Atari 2600 days. So, I mean, I can remember, I still remember the feel of the joystick and everything in my hand. So, I mean, it, it, it's one of those things that just hang on. Um, and then just up through uh, the years, uh, obviously Nintendo, I've always been mostly a console player. Uh, I dabbled in PC at a very young age um, when PCs were still big, the Apple II GS, which was one of the last Apple computers uh, yes. to, to make it. Uh, my parents uh, spent a fortune uh, getting me that, and then it collapsed. And so my uh, stepdad forever uh, hated computers at that point. All <laughs> <laughs> this money and it became obsolete. Uh, but we had games on there, um, you know, that I played Might Magic 2, Ultima. Classic. Yeah, absolutely. That that probably got my real. Oh, I mean, Nintendo did too. Obviously, with Dragon Warriors and and the yeah. original Final Fantasies. So RPG love started there, nice um, and just grew. Uh, Sega Genesis, all the way through Segas, the Playstations. I outgrew Nintendo, Super Nintendo uh, days. I, that was probably my last Nintendo console. Okay. Uh, still, massive respect for them um, and what they do. It's just. I just lost interest in their games. I, I just okay. never really found it back again. So, and uh, so here we are today. And nice, uh, man. Went through. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting uh, conversation about Nintendo. We don't have to get into now, but I've, <laughs> I, I know that a lot of us that are at this point, you either have this, you seem, it seems like the community seems to either be, you still adore Nintendo. Um, yeah. And you, or you kind of in that middle where you don't play it as much, but you love the nostalgia, which is kind of me. Um, and then to your point, uh, other people have just, there's so many, so many games now that the, the Nintendo games themselves just don't appeal anymore. So, right. but that's interesting. So with that history, then obviously sometimes it's hard, but what's your favorite, if you had to pick a console all the time? Oh, that was easy for me, actually. Dreamcast uh, will okay. always be. Yeah, Sega for we Life. We've had a lot of people, Dan, who have said Dreamcast. <laughs> yeah, because it's in the it's in the pre-show, you know, questionnaire when you get people on for the game. <laughs> it's, <laughs> Do it's you not, like? It's not my favorite. Your favorite console, and and uh, you know, because there's no other answer. That's basically yeah. what it says. Yeah. I've seen it. It's in the docs. It's so. not my favorite console of all time, though. So I know. How could that be? Because it's Sega. That's well, it. fair. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. I mean that automatically makes it better, but yeah. I mean I'm a you know I'm I'm love Sega. I love the Dreamcast, man. I was gonna say you're gonna start talking about about Sega. We're gonna have no, to no. take this offline. <laughs> had to run it again. <laughs> yeah, there's just something about that system. I, I think anybody who touched it or played it, I, I don't think I've ever met anybody who absolutely said I hated the Dreamcast, no matter where they come from or what they play now. No. I, I think it's just one of those timeless consoles, uh, and that's why it's probably a favorite of a lot of people because anybody who touched it just it was it was ahead of its time. I mean, it was the first time I had ever played online on a console. I was playing against people on the East Coast, to, you know, in NBA 2K. I mean, it was just it was crazy on dial up, just hoping we got three quarters uh, done before, you know, before we lost connection. <laughs> uh, but the games that came out on it, it was the heyday, yeah. uh, you know, with Power Stone and, and Shenmue and, and all these great games that Sega was still pumping out back then. And Capcom was pumping out. And, and it was just it was fantastic 
fantastic system, you know, plugging in all four controllers in the front. I mean, it was just beautiful. The yeah. extended cords, the VMU. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all true. It's all yeah. true. Um, yeah, man, it was something else. So, uh, do you have a favorite like series, um, all time? it's like impossible this is yeah, like no. especially for us older gamers <laughs> I, you know let's get break it down by genre and then you know probably even have you know uh sub sub levels to that genre it's, it's so impossible you know um <laughs> Give us a just couple. an just to name a couple, uh, yep. Red Dead Redemption one, um, yep. you know, The Last of Us, the first one, um, you know, Elder Scrolls series, Bioshock, Mass Effect, yeah, yeah. Um, Mass Effect one, of course, yes, Mass Effect yeah. one, of course. of course, yeah, yeah, that, that's what got me on here. I know it was, that's why I mentioned <laughs> uh, it. <laughs> we got Dan outnumbered, um, we got him cornered, <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. like is anything new, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, Knights of the Old Republic, um, you know, classic. There's so many that have stuck with me through the years. That's why it's near impossible to get it down to just one or even two. I mean, yeah, it's actually funny you mentioned Knights of the Old Republic, because one of the things I've often said is that Mass Effect one, when it came out, kind of felt like that new generation Knights of the Old Republic is very similar in the conversational aspects and the combat and everything. And, you know, that's just what makes it the best in the trilogy. But that is what it is. Um, So we'll we'll be talking more about Mass Effect here in a little bit. But um let's uh okay cool man so yeah i think you're in good hands I, a lot of those franchises i would say dan and i share probably same feelings for especially bioshock the original last of us etc so amazing um let's jump over to let's start with battlefield six man so battlefield six started to kind of get some press this week more rumors than anything but um there was some news out of an ea investor call um, which basically confirmed what we kind of already knew, and that's Battlefield 6 is coming this holiday. Um, it's expected to be uh, fully optimized for next-gen, and some of the rumors swirling around this are that it may be PC and next-gen only. Um, that's kind of what we heard early this week. I don't know where I am on that. We can touch on your guys' thoughts in a second, because it just seems with the <clears throat> with the uh, shortages right now, which are going to continue into the year, it seems like they'd be leaving, leaving off a hell of a huge install base to make it next-gen only. But we know that DICE with Battlefield always kind of pushes those boundaries. And if anyone remembers uh, Battlefield 3 on the 360 and PS3, it was a really kind of low-budget port compared to the PC version. So we'll come back to that. Um the rumor is 128 player battles, so 64 v 64, going back to a focus on all-out warfare was their quote. Um, so again, what we know about this is should be near future, meaning kind of present day, but I would assume maybe some more advanced weaponry or gadgets or something like that. Who knows? Um, but I think there's a lot of people that are ready to return to Battlefield present day, like Battlefield 4 and 3 for that regard. Um but anyway, guys, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped about this. Um, the only thing I'm kind of annoyed about is that because Halo didn't release last fall like it was supposed to, this now means we're going to get a new Halo and new Battlefield in the same year. And those are two multiplayer games that I literally throw myself at for hundreds and hundreds of hours. So that's going to be an interesting, not that I'm complaining about having more games to play, but still. Um, so what do you guys think about this, man? Do you think, one, that this will be published on Xbox One and PS4s, or you think they're going to keep it to, uh, you know, the new consoles and PC only? And uh, if you had kind of your wish list for Battlefield, what would you like to see out of these? So, Pong, I'll start with you, man. Uh, 
huge Battlefield fan. Um, if I had to choose, you know, between the, you know, a lot of the first person shooters, Battlefield would be up there. So this is huge for me to finally get back to um, where they really excelled at originally. I, you know, the bad companies, you know, Battlefield oh, yeah. 3. Uh, yeah. Uh, Battlefield 4, even after they fixed it. I mean, I know it was kind of a mess when it launched, but you <laughs> it know. sure was. People forget that, how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was. It, but it was still a great time. There's something about Battlefield, you know, trying Call of Duty's, uh, you know, new mode. Uh, I forget even what it's called, but they kind of, you know, brought Warzone? in the vehicles and stuff. What is it? Warzone? Yeah, uh, it was a war, not Warzone. Uh, the other one inside the regular multiplayer. I can't remember the name of it now. They've got a they've got a mode with vehicles too. But okay. the maps are you know not Warzone level maps, but they're sure. small. But they tried that Battlefield. It just doesn't have the same feel. No, Battlefield is very unique in that yes. aspect. Um, so I am super excited about this. As far as the next gen and PC only kind of uh, you know uh, version, um, I don't. <sighs> I don't know how they do it. Um, giving up that big of a player base uh, that is still going to be, like you said, with, with the shortages on the consoles. And hopefully by that point, they're all available. But still, they're not going to be people's hands, per se, uh, in the numbers that we see on PS4 and Xbox One. Um, I can't. I don't know how they're going to keep, you know, keep it alive without yeah. having that base uh especially again like you you just already said going up against halo there's gonna be a new call of duty out probably at that point yeah already confirmed. Um, yeah yeah so you know to try to have a, a good player base with you know if they're gonna go to 128 players which i'm all for man bring on the chaos that you know yeah. <laughs> ride riding <laughs> in the ba battle right you know helicopters tanks you know 64 yeah. on 64 yeah. god i <laughs> You know, it gives me goosebumps just thinking about it right now. But for them to be able to keep those servers full, I think they have to, you know, have a, a gen, you know, last gen version uh, available uh, to play. Now, what it's going to look like or what performance is, you know, yeah. who knows? I mean, Frostbite has been great. I mean, we can complain about Frostbite being used in other games, <laughs> <laughs> and and we know it's been shoved down some devs' throats uh, by EA. But the Frostbite engine, there's one thing you can't say, especially pop in Battlefield Five right now if you haven't. Uh, just with what they did with just you know. They didn't even optimize it, but they just kind of up the up the uh, graphics and uh, and uh, it looks absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, uh, it is. So there's <laughs> there's no denying, and I can't wait to see Frostbite four because I mean I, I can only I saw the little demo reel that they did, the tech reel that they did, yeah, yeah. and if that's any indication, we are in for a world of fun. So to answer the first question, no, I don't. I think they have to release a version on the old gen um, okay. just to keep it alive. Um, I don't know what it's going to look like or what shape it's going to be in, but I think they have to try uh, to to keep it going. Yeah. Um, you know, and then as far as the rest goes, again, bring on all the chaos, uh, bring on all different modes uh, that they possibly can, but bring that big battle feel uh, back and modernized, uh, bringing it back to modern warfare style. If they can get back to the old feels again of the Battlefield Company yeah. twos and the Battlefield threes. Man, uh, that's what I'm talking about because that's what I live for in Battlefield. There's there's no better feeling than that. So yep, no, I completely agree with you across the board. Really, um, yeah. I think the one interesting thing is you know if they do keep it on old gen, well, what now is old gen? Right. Be interesting to see if they start to limit player counts because that's what we right. saw previously. Right, is instead of maybe 128 
they do 64 total where it's 32 v 32 and you don't get the full experience. Um, but then that doesn't solve the population problem because you can't right. then mix the players with the other ones. So, yeah, I, I don't really know. Um, Dan, so first, uh, same questions, kind of. Do you, um, you know, do you think this will be on current gen as well or last gen? I, I don't know where we're at. I guess it's last gen now. Um, <clears throat> last gen, uh, what would you like to see out of it? And most importantly, Dan, do you think they should hire Jade Raymond to lead this project? Well, I mean, that's that goes without question. I mean, her 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 history uh, in the <laughs> gaming industry really speaks for itself. Um, she she created these great. Uh, you know, and I know it's been a long time. You know, I know it's been a, it's been a while, but I mean, she's just an amazing person. You know, and she's you got know a her cool personally. Name. You know, yeah. I mean, you chat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think uh, I saw somebody check up checked up uh, on her uh, LinkedIn. You know, yesterday on Twitter. Mm. Um, yeah, great person. Yeah. So I denied it. She sent me a request, and I just yeah. It's all, yeah. That's it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I, th if there was a first-person competitive multiplayer game that I played, it was always Battlefield. I, yeah. I'm not a huge COD fan. I love the medic role, you know, because it, you know, it takes out a lot of the, you know, actual shooting. <laughs> because yeah, no, I, you can be meaningful in the battle right, without having to get yeah, a lot and of that's, kills. That's, yeah. Right. And, you know, and that's I, I can't be meaningful trying to get kills. You know, that's for sure. So it's it's. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those games that you know you, you have all these different options. It's really cool to play. I've always been a fan of it. <clears throat> um, I don't know about coming to the last gen consoles because yeah. I mean you would think they would have had to make this decision already if it's releasing, sure. you know, in less than a year. Or so I I have no idea. I, I would think that PC players probably make up the majority of people who. Play battlefield. On battlefield, they do. Yeah. yeah, they are the majority. Right. So, so yeah. that's always going to be the same. You know, now you just have to, you know, worry about okay, am, am I going to get? I mean, they have the numbers, so they know what like Battlefield Five did, you yep. know, or what they're at now, you know. <clears throat> and so, I don't know. I mean, I don't think you have to, but you know, you're going to leave a lot of people out if that's the case. So, sure. but I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. I mean, I would rather them just focus on a next gen version and, you know, put all their eggs in that basket, you know, because people will eventually, you know, I mean, at that point, you know, we could be seeing a lot more of these, you know, consoles releases, see them, start seeing them on the shelves a little bit more, you know, where they're not going to be so, you know, hard to get. Yeah. Um, especially if this release is like November. Right. You know what I mean? If it's yeah. late in the year. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, they're going to be pushing for that too, you know, yeah. Sony and Xbox because, you know, that's, holidays you know and people are gonna it's, it's gonna go nuts those two consoles are i think next year yeah so um as far as you know i battlefield's always kind of been the same to me like like bad company games were a little bit different and i enjoyed them and i you know actually i really liked them but um battlefield's always been more of a sim type to me than it had than, than like call of duty it's a lot more arcade shooting it's more mm -hmm. running around you know so i i enjoy that um I, I i hope it comes out this year but who knows it's 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 ea man so <laughs> yeah <laughs> so well i mean that it, battlefield is a holiday game right and they, yeah, they sure. did say it's coming this year i i have to wonder if this is another game because if you look at the timeline i have to wonder if this is a game that was originally slated for last fall um, and then just with obviously everything hitting, they're right. now in a state where they're probably in a pretty good shape. They said full reveal in spring 
um, which would be a couple months from now. So if they're confident to show the full game off by yeah. spring, I have to think they're probably going to hit release. Yeah, and they and at this and, and they'll know they do, they already know. Yeah, whether yeah. That, what they're doing with the with generations they're coming to. So yeah, as far as yeah, 128 exactly. player battles, doesn't matter to me. <laughs> That's just more people that kill me. <laughs> I think Pong nailed it, though. The great thing about the big, you know, they used to call them, if you remember, they had that marketing campaign called Battlefield Moments, where they're like, you know, this is a battlefield moment. And it would just be something ridiculous that happened in a battle, right? But yeah. that... That's what Battlefield is, like Pong was saying, in my opinion, is that it, it gives you something unique that you can't get in Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. um, Halo comes close, but it's obviously a very different style of game than Battlefield. Um, because just the chaos between destruction and the vehicles and helicopters and tanks and weaponry, it's just all kinds of crap happens. I think that's what I love about it. Yeah, um, I mean, and I, the, you I know they... A motorcycle once and let it, as it was going full yeah. speed, and it ran right into a dude and killed him. I was like, yeah. yeah. You could put C4. We used to put C4 yeah. on the ATVs and just yeah. roll them into buildings and, you know. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> but, um, damn, I lost my train of thought. What was going to say? Halo. <laughs> I don't know. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, we could talk about Halo if you no. want to. But um, the other thing I was, uh, that was it, is the other thing is um, two things, really, is one, with the way we've seen modern multiplayer go, Call of Duty was a little later, but now they're kind of leading it. 2020 was confirmed to be the best year for Call of Duty ever, both in sales and revenue, right? So knowing that, knowing that Warzone is free to play now, and it has like 60 million players, Apex has tens of millions of players free to play. Um, you know, obviously Fortnite, those go without saying. And we know that Halo, going back to your point, Dan, is coming with campaign, which will be game pass and paid, but multiplayer is going to be free to play as well. Do you think EA finally kind of bites the bullet with Battlefield and makes the multiplayer suite free to play? Or do you think they still stick with that traditional model of you've got to buy the game and then you play the multiplayer like it's always been? And two, Battle Royale. Do you think Battlefield, you know, Firestorm kind of landed flat in Battlefield 5? Now, I don't know if that's because it was late to the party, if Battlefield 5 just didn't have the player base. I don't know what it is. It's not free to play. Um, do you think they take another shot at that to compete with Warzone? Or do they, uh, you know, they just kind of go to old school battlefield method of the big, big, big battles and not worrying about uh, battle royale? What do you guys think? I think it's EA, so I think they take their shot no matter what, because they're all they're always looking for that, you know, that buck. I mean, there, there's no way they could ignore it. I mean, I'd be surprised. Let's put it that way. If they try to ignore it, uh, even if it isn't as successful as Warzone, if they can take a little bit of piece of that pie, uh, they're going to probably, you know, take a shot at it um, sure. at, at the, you know, at the minimum. Um, I see it happening. I don't know how anybody nowadays, even though I'm not a battle Royale fan uh, per se, I like the classic style okay. uh, of multiplayer, uh, but I don't see how you can ignore it at this point, or at least, you know, take the shot to, to, you know, get work your way into that, talk you know to, into that mix of, of battle royales because it's it's so lucrative that there's no reason not to right so i think mm -hmm. you're going to see it um i think a lot of what happened to firestorm um just happened you know to be battlefield 5 got the bad press um it didn't have 
the legs that it should have that most battlefield games do have. Um, and and so I think it suffered because of that. Uh, but I think if they do this one, right. And they're truly going back to the roots, um, and they give you the regular multiplayer experience that, that we've come to love and expect out of a battlefield game in, in a modern, uh, in a modern, uh, setting, uh, I think they could probably draw some players to uh, that type of experience, whether it be Battle Royale or a Firestorm, whatever. Um, I think some players definitely would cross over, and I, I think they could find this, uh, some success there doing that. So I, I see yeah. them trying. Yeah. yeah, it's a very, very good point. Funny enough, you talk about like uh, EA wanting to get a piece of that buck. So I got, yeah. you know, it's been the quarter for fiscal results at the time. And I got the EA press release to the season gaming account, and I looked through some of the line items. And yeah, if you look at the line item for, it was something like services and ongoing. I forget how they phrase it, but it was uh, four billion billion last year. Yeah, for that. That's crazy. So nuts. A <laughs> um, couple super chats real quick. So Manuel Garcia, man, thank you very much. He's just sending a super sticker, um, but thank you very much for that. Um, I don't even. Does anyone know what MX twenty means? I don't know what that means, but thank you no matter what. Yeah. No yeah, idea. appreciate it, Manuel. Thank you very much. Thanks for tuning in. Hassan in the house. Frostbite's killing it. Battlefield 6 Anthem 2.0. And who knows what else? <laughs> How about One Mass day. Effect Andromeda? That was a freaking <laughs> failure. Yeah, well, they're, you know, whatever new Mass Effect or Dragon Age, right? We'll God, say. I hope not. <laughs> Hassan, thanks so much, man. Always good to see you guys. And then uh, I saw... Um, Bomber in the house who said, uh, this is a good point too. Wars, he loves Warzone. I know a lot of people play Warzone. If Battlefield does something similar, right, but has the destructible buildings, kind of that extensive vehicle play that Battlefield's known for, man, that, that could be something special for sure. It could. Yeah, interesting. You know, I mean, Dan, what do you think, man? Battle Royale? Make it free. Do well, what, that's what we're asking. Yeah, I think yeah, going I would, yeah, that's the biggest thing. I mean, that's, that, that's do it just like Warzone. You know, make it, get people in that you know, into your game, into your, you know, service. And then maybe they'll be more willing to go jump over to the multiplayer stuff. Yeah. I'd also like to see the single player come back in a much more substantial way, you know, than it was in Battlefield 5. Which Funny, because Gaming Gentleman just asked, what's up, Gaming Gentleman? Just said the same thing. Do you think they'll drop the campaign? I mean, that, that's what I would guess they would do, unfortunately. But I, I want it back. You know, because yeah. it, it was it was good, man. And it, it's, it's it's a good for me. It's a good way to learn how to play and get back into it, and you know, kind of see all the different uh, classes and all that stuff. They did a good job with it, I think. In one, I mean, it was okay. Um, I mean, not bad company levels. Obviously, that was just yeah, yeah. Those are what, those are awesome, right? And then, but um, give me something that's not like a little you know, 12 minute mission. That's, you know, <laughs> it was, it was so much trash and, and, and short of that, I mean, they don't have to do a whole bunch. They don't have to do a ton, make it look pretty, which they did. It always ran well, even on last gen consoles, you know, so I, I love battlefield and I really like to get back into it. You know, this it's EA though. So, so what do we expect? You know, <laughs> I would expect that it's not going to be free. You know, there's going to be microtransactions coming out the butt. So it's It'll be lots of cosmetics, for sure. Yeah, it's 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 just what it is, which is weird because there there it just didn't seem like there was a whole lot of them. And I still, you know, am on the fence on first person cosmetics. But then again, I'm, I've got a bunch of them see thieves, so you know it, it doesn't make any sense to me. But you know, do your thing, EA. Just bring out a good game that's not broken on launch. You know, at this point, that's all I care about. 
Yeah. Really. And Battlefield, they've struggled with that in the past. Like, oh, yeah, they have. Yeah. Well, hopefully this extra year, if they did take an extra year, they can polish it up and actually make sure that it's working this time. So yeah. hopefully that's part of it. And and before we get off this topic, uh, a plea to Dice and EA, please go back to the old UIs, please. <laughs> this Battlefield 5 UI is an absolute wreck. I, I, as was one. Yeah. Oh, as was one, correct. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it, it's so complex and just convoluted. It, it, it Go back to the simple days, please. Yeah. Changing a class should not be a chore. <laughs> I'm sorry. It, 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 if I want to change out my weapon and put some, put some attachments on it, it should not take me 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah. That, that does not, should not happen in 2021, please. <laughs> it's so <laughs> slow too. Like yes. it's just slow. It's yeah, uh, it's a mess. I don't know what they were thinking with that. So, but cool. Yeah. So a lot of chat about uh campaign and whatnot. Mr. Keem in the house. What's up? Um, by the way, anyone in chat who, uh, for whatever reason, someone sent me a 14-day, uh, Christian Howard sent me a 14-day Xbox Game Pass Ultimate code um, that he can't use. So uh, we can just give that away. If anyone needs a 14-day Xbox Game Pass Ultimate code, let me know, and we'll just throw it your way. So, all right, let's get to Mass Effect because we need to um, bring Dan around to our side, let him go. see the light finally, <laughs> you know. Oh. It's it's I can't believe we even still have to talk about it, to be honest. I mean, it's it's really clear at this point. Really shouldn't. <laughs> so, <laughs> Ma so Mass Effect Legendary Edition finally uh, wraps came off of it. Um, it's actually, I would say, at least more than I was expecting from um, the upgrade here. So let me walk through it. So May 14th is when it's coming. Uh, so it's not hitting first quarter like was rumored, you know, a few weeks ago, but it's uh, it's still coming pretty soon. Um, <clears throat> all of the games are getting visual enhancements. It is not specifically optimized for Series X and PS5. However, um, they will run kind of the game at its max settings, and it does have frame rate and resolution modes. So they say that it should support up to 4K, 60 frames, and also has HDR support. Um, the biggest thing, I think, is that, uh, you know, one of the things we all talked about a lot is Mass Effect 1, um, even being the best in the trilogy, um, having the story and the RPG elements <laughs> um, because it was obviously the most dated game, right? Uh, there were, it was some clunkiness to it from the aiming to the UI to other things. And we were kind of hoping that they would go over that in this. And they are, um, in fact, there's a, a load of updates coming to Mass Effect one, including uh, control updates, the UI is updated, aiming, the cover system, the camera movements, um, and they're, it's even getting some additional visual enhancements beyond what they're doing for two and three. Um, so I think this is fantastic. I am incredibly pumped for this. I don't know how I'm going to find time to play through the trilogy again, especially in May, because May. we even talked last week again about the April and May game release lineup is ridiculous. How many good games are coming out in a few weeks? But um, yeah, I, I'm glad that they've done it this way. And uh, I just I can't wait for people who never got to experience the greatness of this trilogy to uh, finally get to play it because it's, it's, I'm not sure if as a trilogy it's been touched since I can't think of another trilogy recently that I liked more, but you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but anyway, thoughts guys. Yeah. I, again, huge mass effect. Like, you know, you asked me in the beginning, some of my favorites uh, mass effect uh, for me, uh, the trilogy itself, uh, obviously, we're not going to talk about Andromeda, but the, the trilogy itself is, is uh, up there as the all-time greats. Um, 
there'd be very few trilogies that I, I could put up against it uh, that would match it in overall. Um, it, it's something that was transformative at the time uh, because for sci-fi genre, I think it changed everything, right? There, there, there had been attempts, you know, and, and, you know, some decent games here and there, but really when you watch a sci-fi movie or any of us, or I'll just speak for myself, I guess, personally, I've always wanted to go there, right? It's one of those, one of those, places that you've always wanted to visit whether you're watching star wars whether you're watching star trek it doesn't matter you've always wanted to be a part of it and and mass effect itself brought that to us in our homes right they put the controller in our hand and we felt a part of the story um and, and it was a really really incredible experience to have uh whether it was the the writing whether it was the music they really brought it all together and and for me yes Mass Effect 1 is still my favorite. Mass Effect 2 is, is right there. I, I really like it for what it is. It just wasn't the RPG experience that Mass Effect 1 was. Um, and it being a you know an RPG guy, it just appeals to me more. And I can hear the arguments. I'm not, I'm not so hardcore to say absolutely not. However, for Mass Effect 1, them going back and redoing this, there, there are people out there, as you alluded to, Ains, that that had never played Mass Effect at all. And yeah. we got a whole new generation that's going to be able to experience this in its best form, um, yep. even though they didn't upgrade the engine, even though they're still using Unreal 3. Yep. Um, it, it's still bumping those settings up basically to the high marks you know, on, on PC that the PC people got, and then going back and fixing some of the issues that are there, the control issues. And, and I know people scream, you know, you ME1 lovers, just you're nostalgic for the old days, but it's, a, it's terrible, right? It, the, the controls are terrible. The Mako was terrible, which we can all admit the Mako was terrible. <laughs> yeah. but, 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 you know, for them to go back and fix it, when we were playing those games originally, everybody forgets we were playing a lot of terrible controlling games back then, right? Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't that big a deal. Uh, you know, I never had an issue with it. So for me to, to see that a new group of people are going to be able to experience mass effect one with some updated mechanics, updated visuals, and really see what we felt back then. Um, and then open up the rest of the series to them. Uh, that's just, that's fantastic. I, I'm glad EA finally did something and listened, you know, listen to everybody that's been screaming for this for a long time you know yeah. now next up is dead space and you know maybe <laughs> you know even dragon age they can go back and do some stuff with but you know, but they finally listened to the crowd that was saying look you got one of the best franchises in history uh for a lot of people sitting there and, and you guys haven't done anything uh to to reintroduce it to the world and it deserves it and it it truly does to this day i mean going back and playing them the writing has lost nothing the character development is all there you fall in love all over again the decisions you know the decision making is still tense i mean it's still like do i really want to get rid you know do i really want to make this decision that's going to affect <laughs> this character even knowing yeah. what's going to happen right it doesn't matter um and i know a lot of people didn't like the end of you know mass effect 3 and i can understand that but the series as a whole is just simply one of the best out there and for them to go back and do this is fantastic i can't wait to experience the mako that may actually drive <laughs> a little bit the way i want it to yeah. you know even in the open empty worlds at least they'll probably look more beautiful but i can't wait to get back in the mako and see how it feels uh the cover mechanics obviously if they're updating that uh it, 
it's going to bring a whole new level to me one um, that just wasn't there originally with the gunplay, um, which again, I can hear those. I never had a problem with it originally, but I can hear why people, some people did. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. Like you said, May is, I mean, well, let's just face it this year, even though we have all these delays is becoming slammed with games. So I don't know where I'm going to fit it in either, but I know it's a day one for me and I'm going to go back and, and love it all over again. <laughs> yeah. So Dan, um, you're not allowed to slander mass effect one at all, but please. Your thoughts. All right. I'm good then. No, <laughs> no I mean, if, you, if, if you're a mass effect fan and you're not excited about this, then you're dead inside. So if you've never played it, which to me, if you've never played it, you know, I understand that, but like, I didn't realize there were so many people that mm -hmm. just never, ever touched it. And that's awesome, you know, for people that are going to be able to go in and experience it for the first time. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, and they can finally, you know, play the first game, you know, in, in, a, in a decent way because, you know, of how it was, you know, when it released. <laughs> so now, I mean, like, <laughs> is it 4K60 straight across? Because I, I didn't really look too close. So they on set it. up or the 4K like and 60. I'm wondering if because it's not fully optimized, like you'll be able to choose 4K or 60. Um, Gosh. Because it, to Pong's point, it's Unreal Engine 3. They're not changing the engine, so they right. can't support the kind of more updated stuff for the you know. But mm. yeah, mm. it's it's kind of optimized for PS4 Pro and Xbox One X, and then you'll just get the best version of that True. if you're playing on PS5 or Series X. I got you. Yeah, I mean you know we can sit here and argue about the, you know, RPG-ness of whatever. And, you know, the fact is that the whole series as a whole is fantastic. Yeah. You know, and, and I know you listed, you know, a hundred things that ME1 is getting, you know, improvements on, yeah. which just goes to show it needed all these improvements. It to did. Bring it up from from a control perspective, it did. Yeah. From the, to the class of ME2 and ME3. So we get it guys. Well, I mean, we it's a good action you. game. It's a perfect game. We're, we're talking better about RPGs. <laughs> well, that was the only one. It was an RPG, then it went to action. Then well, it at least you admit it. At least you admit that, too, is right, not yeah, an but that's, RPG. That's not what we're arguing here. We're arguing, <laughs> you know, as a whole, I mean, 2 is obviously Look, better. When you talk about classic Bioware games, like Knights of the Old Republic, Great game. what are they remembered for? The story and right. the decision-making. That was there in 2. Come More on. so, I would argue. The story is better in one. That I might give you. Like I, I like Saren better. <laughs> like there's points that you know you make, but yeah. I, I'm going overall product here. Not even <laughs> like, like the character development, the amount of characters, the the fact that you have to you know the character get into development it. in two is epic. I'll give it's you that. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, you know. But Saren was a far better yeah. antagonist. Actually, he's probably the best one in the entire series. This is, it's know, one of the best ever, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I mean, I think it was. Yeah. You know, so it has its merits. When I'm <laughs> the new, the new people when they go into this, you know, and I've discussed it with other friends. Just understand that when you get into three, treat that as the ending of the series, from start to finish. Oh, yeah, that's the yeah. ending. Yeah. Don't go get to the ending and go oh, because you're going to be disappointed probably. <laughs> Just go and go into it and be like, okay, this is the ending of the series. This is the ending of the trilogy. From the moment you pick up the controller, and you'll be much more, you know, excited about it. It's, yeah, it's still, think, yeah, I'm not gonna say how rage there was at that. Like, there oh. was a bunch. Yeah, a lot. You know, I understand it, 
I won't get into it too specific, but you know, it's when, when people get their, you know, when, when you've invested so much time into stuff and I think people just felt minimized at the end, you know, after all of these decisions that you made and everything, you know, and, and I think, you know, how they did it, at least originally, you know, they updated it and everything, you know, I think people just felt like, well, shit, <laughs> what was that? You know, and, 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 and several games have done that in the past and um, since just, then too. Yeah, agreed. I'm just yeah. going to, you can keep talking. I'm just going to leave this up here for yeah, a second. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's a ridiculous statement. Now, now I wonder, I wonder <laughs> if now after the remaster comes out, yeah, you know, will that lift well, what they've yes. done I'm curious too. past the greatness of ME2? Now, if it does, it's still going to have an asterisk next to its sign. So it's fine. <laughs> you know, and but we can all come together at that moment and <laughs> agree that, wow, they actually did a great job with it. Yeah. I wonder if they'll take out all the RPG elements, though, and just make it a straight action. No. No. I would laugh no. my ass. No. Dude, they do. They will do that. It'll be the first video you see me burning like a game. Like you know, <laughs> like I thought Ainsley was a bonus. No, not if yep. you mess up Mass Effect One. <laughs> no, this is no, pretty man. cool. Robert Hart. Fun fact: My daughter's name is Liara. That's awesome. nice. Very wow, cool. That's super cool. fan. That's awesome. No, um, not, you know, again, oops, to Dan's sorry. point, and to mine, not to, not to overdo this, this topic, but the. <laughs> the big thing for me is that that people for the first time and we don't I'm, there's so many people out there that have never touched the, the series itself. But there's also people who actually went back in backwards compatibility at some point and tried to play ME1 and was just turned off by yeah. the mechanics, which I totally understand if you if you're not from that era, if you never touched those type of games back then yeah. and you didn't understand. And it's hard for me to go back to some old games now, too. I mean, I'm going to be honest, but. But the whole thing is those people get a chance to, you know, come into the series and say, okay, now I can experience it the way that I was kind of expecting when I first tried it and get introduced to this. And there'll be those people that tried ME1, never tried two, never tried three, don't even understand the difference between two and, you know, between one and two and how different of a game it is. They now will be able to do that, uh, you know, without having that block there, yeah. that ME one is just so ah, oh, I just can't do it. Forget it. I'm just not going to do it at all. You yeah, know, that was the main thing, that's right? Yeah, huh? that was the main point for a lot yeah. of people. You know, especially yeah, later on, it's accessibility, right? It's yeah. it's harder to get into nowadays. Yeah. And I, I think Dan's point is is exactly right. Is it's going to be really interesting to see because all joking aside, right? The the story and the RPG elements of one are great Mm -hmm. um it needed updates in the other aspects and if it's going to be really interesting to see that if it feels and looks from a ui perspective and the cover and the movement if all that's the same now across all three um but you still get the story and the rpg elements in one that that could go down as one of my favorites like all time depending on how it feels yeah so that's really interesting I, i i don't know if you can see it I pulled this out today, which I haven't pulled out in years, but I don't know if you guys remember Ooh. this. So this is the Mass Effect 1 limited edition. Yep. Um, which before Steelbooks became really big in the 360 Correct. era, they had these big <laughs> tin cases. Tins. Yeah. Um, and um, I'm, yeah, I'm this is this pretty is pretty sure rare nowadays. Say it again. I'm pretty sure I have that. Actually, I have that one. I know I have the third one, the steel book. There's yeah. well, that's one, yeah. two, three right there. Yeah, I, I show me two real quick. I know I have one. I know I have three. I'm pretty. Yep, I got that one too. That's like I don't collect anything. 
I bought all those. <laughs> but what's what's neat about these, right, is they're not steelbooks. They're thick right. and they're kind of tinny. You can hear it. Um, but a few of the older uh, 360 games have these, like uh, Gears of War 1. Gears of War. I was just going to yeah. say, yep, I had Which that I one. Yep, it was fantastic. So, it's really cool. But um, uh, what was I going to say? The um, Sorry. Um, on this, uh, I pulled it up briefly. Where is it? Um, this legendary cash man with the uh obviously a steel book um but the one-to-one -one scale replica of Sh of uh um chef's helmet is just awesome awesome yeah there's like i said i don't collect stuff this might be one of those things where i bite the bullet because <laughs> i mean i will literally wear that going out to the store <laughs> you know that's that's fine i, I love it man on. yeah i love it so I ordered that right away, man. I, I those one to, if they're one to one helmets, like obviously I have like the Halo Three legendary, but the helm, you know, Chief's helmet is kind of like a display. Mm -hmm. Whereas there's been so many now, like Titanfall Two. I have uh, the power armor from Fallout. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple others I have where it's like one to one. You can actually put them on. It's just hilarious. So, but very cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pumped about this. It's funny, Pong, that you brought up like uh, Dead Space. I know that's another IP that just gets more and more vocal as the years go on of what are you doing with this IP. Right. Um, <laughs> and it's kind of weird, right? Because if you look at the arc of 1, 2, and 3 in Dead Space, it's almost similar to ME 1, 2, and 3, where 3 yep. is the one that's kind of pushed off to the side. It's not held in as yep. such high regard. And then there's the debate between, you know, 2 was a little deeper. It was it played nicer had a little, you know, yep. had a little better environment, but one is kind of like the more classic horror style game. Correct. And yeah, Correct. Yep, um, exactly. Yeah, it's funny when you think about it, really. Well, let's hope with all the hype that's showing up for this Mass Effect, uh, let's hope it carries over and the sales are through the roof and EA finally wakes up and says, okay, let's just go back and do these again. Yeah. Because, you know, again, they, if, if, if they don't have to go, you know, upgrade the engine and they don't have to do all, you know, years of work and they can just go back and just, you know, remaster them this way. Uh, and Mass Effect does, you know, extremely well, then I don't see why they wouldn't. Again, EA yeah. is always looking for a buck. So I, I, I don't understand why they wouldn't just put the effort into it and just do it. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Let's hope. And let's hope that the team they have on the new Mass Effect does it justice. Because uh, I can only imagine what expectations are going to be like for that one, like they were Andromeda, and we know what happened. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> it's funny, though. I don't know about you guys. I've seen a lot of people going back to Andromeda mm -hmm. lately and, and kind of enjoying it now that it's improved and fixed up a bit. I've never played through it fully. Um, right. I played it early on, and I didn't really enjoy it. So either of you finish it? I finished nope. it twice. Really? I don't yeah. remember us talking about that, Dan, or I forgot. Um, <laughs> yeah, what, do you, what are your true thoughts on it? Like, here's the thing. Like, now... Because I went back to it maybe like a a year after it came out, maybe it was because they got an upgrade, I think, for the Xbox, and it was still kind of buggy, like okay. in certain places, like uh, textures wouldn't load. You know, I'd end up, you know, looking at this amazing scene, and then like these mountains would look awesome, but then everything underneath it wasn't rendered or it was just green <laughs> or something. It was just yeah. weird. You know, and it, but I, I really liked the gameplay in that game. I mean, because yeah. it was a lot more action. It was just, you know, it was almost like a, a third person shooter, you know, and, and they did a really good job with those mechanics. I think, you know, from day one, it just was so buggy. And yeah. so, you know, everything else was just subpar. And that was the problem. You know, the, the story was all right. You know, you, you can do games like that 
that you know are in the same uh, universe. And judgment is a good version, you know. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. You know, you know, it's it's in the same city. It's in the same, you know, it takes place as all the Yakuza games, but it's completely different. With yeah. Just you know, minor shout outs to it, but you had, but Mass Effect was such a big IP, you know, and it still is. And and I think they could have taken more from that original trilogy than what they actually did. And I think people probably would have been happier with it. Yeah. You know, put some more Easter eggs. Put some more. And you know, save the the quarians, man. The- <laughs> <laughs> save the quarians. Save the quarians. <laughs> Characters just weren't as compelling as yeah. the first ones. I mean, yeah. they just weren't. Yeah. It was kind of dead. I mean, it was just I didn't feel anything for anybody yeah. as I met them. <laughs> yeah, really. I mean, I can't think of a single one that I actually right. really liked. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, it, I, I told the story before, but I got early access to that game. It was one of the first games for season gaming that I got early access to play before the beta or whatever it was so i kind of played the alpha and, and when i first got to the first got to the famous girl they made the gif of and she kind of looked at me like i was like <laughs> i was like what the hell is this like and i actually there's an article from 2016 or 17 on the site where i literally said i'm worried about mass effect andromeda um <laughs> and everyone's like i actually got some feedback at the time like you don't know what you're talking about it's mass effect and everything i was like all right, hey. I'm just telling you what I played, and sure yep. enough, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, let me get the super chat fast. Thank you so much for the 4.99 super chat. This is Ains's beard appreciation post. Yeah, it's coming back. It's coming back. I uh, watch those guards. It, it was it was shorter than I even realized. Um, as you can tell, I haven't shaved this week, and it's still not very long. Um, yeah, I really chopped it off last. Dan, week, did so. you go back and actually look and? Yeah, I realized that he had a beard. Yeah, well, you know, I did, yeah, I did a screen cap of I think it was him and uh, Asa talking, and I was and I posted it on uh, Twitter, I think. Yeah, and you did. It, yeah, it was, it was, it was something. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's what he was talking about. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's hard to see. There's right? context. There's. It, right. It's not like I had a bomber beard. You know what right. I mean? It's just right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. let's touch on this real quick because I, you know. I, I don't find this weird at all, but I, I want to see your thoughts. Alden in the house. What's up, brother? Good to see Alden. Uh, legendary cash with no game drives me crazy. So I've seen a few people kind of get on this up. again this week. It, and I got to be honest, guys, I don't get it. I don't get Why? the outrage here. How much is the legendary cash? 150. See, that's not bad for no not, game. Not for a one-to-one helmet replica. No, no the helmet replica is fine. Yeah. But, you know, why not just make it 180 and then put the game in there with us. So so here's the th- here well here's my perspective and you can tell me while I'm wrong because you mm-hmm. probably do that. Yeah. Um <laughs> games today the way you access them is drastically different than it was just a short while ago with collector's edition. It used to be you go to a store, buy a collector's edition, you have the game. Simple, right? Mm-hmm. Now you have people like me who want physical. You have Somewhere in the middle, majority, who knows where, Dan, right? That wants digital. Mm-hmm. You have services that you can pay for to play the games, whether it be EA Play, uh, Game Pass, etc. People buy keys online to the game through various different retailers, right? Um, you can buy it on CD Keys. You can buy it on all these other things. You can play it on Steam. You can play it on Origin. All these different ways to access the game. So what ends up happening is people will pay, say you make it 180 to your point, and technically mm-hmm. you're getting a deal, but right. you may you may be a, a digital guy and now you have a disc that you don't want to use. Or you may be a physical guy and you know it only comes with a digital code, which has happened to me plenty of times, like uh, limited edition consoles, right? Like Cyberpunk, perfect example. 
Um, I'm buying the physical anyway. Why am I paying extra so you can give me a digital code that I'm, I just gave it away for season gaming. Right, so what this allows you to coin, do. Why so, couldn't you just make multiple SKUs on that? It's not like if it were some like a smaller studio, I would understand. But we're but, talking about EA. No, but you're talking about what are you going to do then? You're going to have a SKU with no game, a SKU with a physical game, a SKU with a digital game, yes. a SKU with a key for on PC. And yeah. you're going to ship those all over the world individually. Yes. Like that's not how EA. distribution works. Well, then Nightmare. just put the damn game in there. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Like, if you're just, it's a collectible, right? It's, the, it's what it is. It's not the game. It's a collectible. So if you that, look that, at it from, from that point of view, you're right. Yeah, it's just, uh, okay, you're just buying a collectible thing. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. This, this allows you to buy the collectible, but you can then get the game however you want to get it. That's fine. Unless they were giving you some kind of nice deal on it, is what I'm saying. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. If if, right. if you could get the game for like 20 or 30 bucks more, right. I'm fine. But people right. are like, collector's edition should always have the game. And it's like, well, not really. You know, that's. I understand I what like, you're saying. Yeah. Um, Alden said, you're not wrong. I bought Hollow Knight CE for the stuff, but already owned the game. A steel book with the game in it displayed. Yeah. I mean, it's. It's just it's just because game distribution, I think, has changed so drastically over the past several years with digital and all the other outlets and platforms. And then you have, you know, many more people nowadays get review codes for streaming, you know, stuff like we do. Of course, it's just it makes it so much easier if you just want to be a collector of stuff, physical stuff like right. me. Yeah. Um, and but I once can get that the game. dies off, then we'll be fine. Then there won't be this argument. We just everything will have digital. <laughs> I'm looking we'll for good. the mute button. There you go. You're muted. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens? No, I mean, I mean it's it's I, I get you know where you you know if it's just a collectible, they market it as such yeah. too, you know. So that's fine, you yeah. know. But I also understand that you maybe you know throw a deal in there, you know, say hey, okay. If they threw a deal, I get it. Yeah, but right. that still yeah. makes distribution really hard for them, right? Because they don't know how many people are gonna think then you're making multiple SKUs for something you don't really need to do. The other thing I forgot to mention is points. People use Xbox Live points to buy games or rewards points, I guess they call them. Sure. Um, you know, there's just so many different ways now. So anyway. Hey, Alden. It's a very good point. You changed my mind. Yes. He's lying to you. Yeah, probably. But yeah. that's fine. We'll that's we'll right. take the win. We'll take the win. The, right. the partial win. The fake win. We'll take it's it. Fake. <laughs> um, now we just got to get everyone on Mass Effect 1 and we can sign this thing right out. Yep. That's never going to happen. <laughs> oh, don't say never. Never. <laughs> never say never. <laughs> you know, if it, if it were anybody else, you know, I'd say never. But Bioware's got a chance. They got a chance. Yeah, that's and, fair. Yeah. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. <laughs> Alden said, don't get used to it. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Anyway, uh, great chat, guys, on Mass Effect. I think overwhelmingly to kind of end cap this is everyone's excited. I, You know what I mean? The people who haven't played it are going to, as we already said, get to experience. The people like us who love it get to experience it in its best form. I'm just pumped, man. I can't wait. Uh, I just hope I can find time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's move over to uh, Certain Affinity. I want to touch on these guys real quick. So if you're not familiar with Certain Affinity, um, they are a independent studio, excuse me, uh, that was founded by Max Hoberman. And Max Hoberman is an ex-Bungie employee who is actually part of the original Halo CE design team, uh, was co contributor to the original Halo Sandbox, and uh, several years later started Certain, uh, Certain Affinity. 
as a uh, new studio that's kind of grown over time slowly. Um, we were talking prior to we to us starting today, and they created some, you know, like Xbox Live arcade titles back in the day. And over the past several years, uh, you wouldn't really know them. I know, Dan, we talked about this. You hadn't really heard of them directly, but they've probably worked on games you've played. So they worked, they did help on Halo CE Anniversary, which was huge, obviously. They did work on Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered, which was huge. Um, they helped on Halo 2 Anniversary. They've helped on uh, Doom and some of the multiplayer aspects. They focus a lot on multiplayer. Um, but what we heard this week, which is uh, promising, is they're still continuing to grow. They're going to be nearly a 250-person studio now, which is, that's a big studio. Um, but they've signed a deal for a new IP with a major publisher um, to develop on their own. So it's going to be the first kind of game they're creating from scratch, new IP, major deal, no other details given, obviously strict NDAs here. Um, so we don't really know what it is or who it's with. Um, but regardless, it's exciting to see um, that team who is loaded with talent, loaded with talent, um, you know, kind of get their shot to make a, a new unique IP. Um, if I had to guess, they have a long history with Xbox, and there's been a lot of rumors with Xbox signing other deals with other studios, not acquisitions, the famous acquisition word, but just deals for games. It wouldn't surprise me if this is something for Xbox in the future. But again, we don't know. So uh, let me hit these super chats real quick, guys, and then um, and then we'll get your thoughts. Lee Watson, what's up, man? I feel sorry for Dan getting muted. Have some justice, Dan. <laughs> Love it. $7 yeah, seven seventy-seven. Uh, seven 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 quid. Thank you, mate. Appreciate it, Lee. Thank you very much. I see aces in the house. One bad mother. What's up, guys? Marion, man, nice turnout, guys. Thanks so much for stopping by. And uh, bomber back in the house. Three dollars super chat. Look at that beard coming back. Hashtag let it grow. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. I don't know. Once once too much white comes in, though, I get a little nervous. You know, letting that. Uh, <laughs> It would take me about five years at this point to grow a bomber beard. So, yeah, yeah. we can't match bomber. Bomber's, bomber is Mr. Epic Beard. That's man. ridiculous, man. <laughs> I mean, does he use just for men in his? I mean, he's younger, though, so maybe it doesn't. Like, like I thought doesn't about throwing some stuff in. Yeah, are you at that point, bomber? Yeah. Because I'm wondering, like, how much, like, you have to get, like, three or four packages because there's so much there. You know? <laughs> just squirting. Yeah, just like. Ah! <laughs> he takes a bowl and dips it. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, it's, like, so dark. Like, it's, like, the I don't know what he does. Uh, like, I the products know. that he must spend on, like, he would say so much if he just shaved off. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Jess in the house as well. Uh, family showing up in the house. What's going on, Jess? Good to see you. Um, guys, certain affinity. So, uh, Pong, I'll start with you, man. Um, yeah, so everything I just said on the new studio, what are your thoughts here? Are you, uh, you excited? Yeah, of course. Uh, anytime. Um, love to hear, you know, talent like this that has been developed over time, uh, like you were talking about, uh, veterans of the industry. If you go through their LinkedIn accounts, I mean, these guys have worked on <laughs> – everything uh, i mean they've yeah. had their hands they come from you know a lot of ex bungee uh there's some ex midway in there i mean there's a ton of talent uh that's that's sitting in this uh, studio and and like you said they've been working their way up and i and i have a you know we all love the the well-known triple a studios we all love the you know the big guys out there that we that we've you know had experiences with their games and fallen in love with or whatever the case may be but 
at the end of the day, I there's nothing better than watching a small studio uh, like these guys uh, seemingly are grow this way organically uh, and and uh, hone their craft right through the years uh, of working. Um, and really, you know, it's kind of amazing when you look at what they've done to go from, you know, they've done all this work on big games. Uh, like you were stating, they even I think they helped with the Left 4 Dead uh, port to Xbox 360. As I well. think you're right. Yeah. yeah, so so they've done all this work on this big games, all these side, you know, DLCs and that kind of stuff, and then they created these small little games, like you're talking about, like Age of Booty, which we were talking before the show. I actually played it. I actually quite, played quite a bit of when it came out, and actually kind of enjoyed it. Uh, and then Crimson Alliance, which is a is a dungeon crawler. So they've got all this experience. They've got writers that have worked on movies like The Matrix, Star Wars, um, you know, some DC Universe stuff in there. Um, so to watch this team work their way up through the ranks and finally get their opportunity. And, and like you said, I, I certainly hope it's Microsoft. They, they seem to have a close relationship and obviously uh, Phil and, and, and Xbox in general uh, really cultivate those relationships with these studios and, and they get to know how these people work and, yeah. and they find, and they find that common ground. And when they find that common ground, it seems like they keep going back there. Right. Uh, whether it's an acquisition or whether it's, it's, it's uh, you know, uh, getting into publishing deals with the, with these uh, other studios. So to see this happen. Yeah, I'm absolutely excited. I can't wait to see what they bring. I mean, obviously there's a ton of multiplayer experience uh, on this team uh, from the games they've worked on, but they have done these other, you know, they, you know, age of booty was a real time strategy game and, and Crimson Alliance being a dungeon crawler. So they've got some, you know, yeah. experience outside of just multiplayer. It'll be interesting to see what they whip up and what they come up with, but uh, yeah, absolutely excited for this. Excellent. Dan, being the uh, Halo connoisseur you are, yeah. what do you think here? I just looked them up on the Wikipedia, and uh, they're making a Transformers online game, which I didn't know anything about. So, yeah, whatever it is, you know, if they, you know, I kind of want that now. I don't even know. If they're, <laughs> you know so. As long as it's Gen 1. Yeah. Right, obviously. I mean, let's not get crazy here. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't, I don't need Dino Wars or whatever the hell. East Wars. Oh, East, East Wars. Wars. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Speaking of which, that. not to take you off topic, Dan, but there's been a few comments earlier we didn't touch on. I forgot to, Pong, about your uh, the uh, figures you have above you right yes. there. Uh, and yes. obviously, that's Voltron. And people were saying, yep. are those Voltrons? And no, that's Voltron and Jetfire. <laughs> Volt- know your yes. shit. That, that is correct. Fire. Gen 1. <laughs> Thank you very much. My yes. originals; those are from my childhood. I still have my Jetfire too in a box. Awesome. Stored away. You got it in the box? Well, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. In a box. Oh, okay. It's I thought box. you had the original packaging. I was like, <laughs> no. oh my god. Well, Jetfire wish. was basically Robotech. Yes. You know, that's all the Transformers. Did. Yeah. Yep. They basically ripped him off, but he was still one of the coolest badass. Yeah. Well, Absolutely. Transformers. I mean, they ripped off quite a lot of different ideas from different <laughs> <For sure. laughs> Japanese things, but that's okay. Neither For here nor sure. there. It's still awesome. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, here's the thing with certain affinity or whatever they're called it's I, on the screen man i wasn't it's looking on the screen. was i right though yeah let me see is it right certain i'm not gonna leave it running if okay. it's wrong certain affinity all right yeah so i i don't know them i i know what they've done now only because i have to look it up um like i said transformers online awesome whatever this new one is great as long as it's not you know some kind of games as a service yeah. you know i'm pretty much cool with whatever i want to see some more single player games i want to see that's some, what's going to be interesting know, because no more horror games how about that hey hey <laughs> the bong's point they do have a ton of experience in this past several years with multiplayer so right interested to see if this is multiplayer dedicated or they go to, down a story route you never know yeah 
do your thing, so, man. Let's see what you got. Elu with uh, his normal wit. Yeah. oh gosh all right um so i don't really care about this but i know a lot of people do which is why i put it on the topic list and that is that ea college football is returning um they announced it this week they don't have the ncaa license which is where this kind of gets interesting but they uh apparently worked out some agreement with the uh college whatever clc uh, which is going to allow them uh, over a hundred actual universities, including their stadiums. I have it here: stadiums, uniforms, logos, etc. So they can kind of recreate that college football environment, um, but they just can't use real players or likenesses. Um, at least not yet. EA and the they did a press release basically saying that hey, we're this is an ongoing discussion and agreement, but they are going to begin developing this game again. Um, in the vein, I think, of what NCAA was. Uh, hard to believe when I looked this up that NCAA, uh, the last one was 14, 2014. Right. Yep. So it's been seven years since uh, they that whole thing happened, which is, God, we're getting old. Um, but yeah, this is probably a few years out, and we'll just see what happens. But uh, I know a lot of people. I have tons of friends, especially in the Midwest, Dan, as you know. I mean, college football, uh, or like Bomber, who's in the South, college football is oh, life yeah. and death. Um, 100%. Yeah. So, uh, what do you? I mean, you guys on this? Were you NCAA fans? You you excited about this at all? I was. I kicked, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I kicked it around. I mean, was it a was I a dynasty guy? No, I wasn't a dynasty guy like some of okay. these guys are. Yeah, because you could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the big part, and that's the one thing I'll say. I just talked about this last night too uh, on my other show. Is that uh, that's the one thing EA can't do. Uh, I don't care what they do with this game, but if you look at all the message boards, if you look at all the fans out there, you cannot screw up the dynasty. Okay. Do not screw it up. <laughs> do, do not put, you know, half effort into it. Do not, you better make it a full dynasty mode because otherwise this game is going to die quick. Uh, I shouldn't say that because Madden every year is dead, but it still yeah. sounds like you know, crazy. So, but the point being is, is that do not screw up that part. Whatever you, uh, Mr. Alabama is already on it. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> HR knows. Uh, Barbara definitely knows. Uh, but yeah, no. I mean, again, the the big thing for me with this is that there always seemed to be a uh, competition, uh, a rivalry between the studios that were making the college versus Madden. And yeah. I think at that time you saw more innovation from Madden than we've seen probably in a decade and a half when college football was still going just because of the simple fact that that's those two studios seemed to, you know, even though they weren't really rivals, they did at some point because a lot of you had the fans of the college football series that were like, look, look how much better this is than what you got going on over here in Madden. Look how much better this play works and this defense works and, and vice versa. And so you had that back and forth between the fan bases. And I think it really pushed both studios to do something different each year. I mean, yes, the college game itself is different than the pro game in a lot of ways. Uh, there's been a lot more crossover since the last college football game in 2014 between the, the real college football and, and NFL. NFL has adopted a lot more college style. Uh, but at the same time, I just think that inner, that inner rivalry between the studios, if they can get that back again and push each other to make some changes and updates to – their, each other's games i think that that will result in a better game overall for us uh and, and so i'm excited from that standpoint um as far as not having the likenesses again do if you do the game right 
the fan base will do all the work for you. Okay. <laughs> 2014 still has a huge following. I just sold right. a, yep. Yep. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. I, I, I just sold a 2014 copy that was scratched, but it's still played, but it was scratched. So it brings down the value, but I just sold it on for a 360 for a hundred dollars. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's highly, you can't find it anywhere. I mean, you can find it on eBay and stuff, but they all go for over a hundred. Right. So, wow. That fan base will do all the work for you. Mm. Make a full featured uh, creation, right? A, a character creation, a player creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they will do all the work for you. They will fill out the names. They will make them look like them without you having to put it in there. And they it, literally, there's people that every year update the rosters with yep. current college rosters, right? And they take a lot of time to do that, a <laughs> lot of time. So just just make the game right. You'll have the fan base do the work for you, and you'll have a great game. Period. Yep. yep. Agreed. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. And that's about as much as I can say. This this here here's the thing with like with Madden and, and NCAA, you know, they got to a point where they were crossing over. NCAA basically became like last year's Madden engine, you know, and that's basically what they use. It was EA Tiburon, I think, that did those games. And so they basically just made the same game or, you know, the NCAA version of it. Because, I mean, you have to because it's, it's such a quick turnaround every year. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so you know, and then they had probably another team, I'm guessing, working on the improvements for the next Madden while these guys were in here retrofitting, you know, that, that uh, game to them. And like you said, Pong, it's gonna it's gonna take about a day before somebody went goes through and gets a hundred <laughs> different teams with like you know seventy plus players with every single name on them. Yeah. They'll have know. a plan before the game even launches right, to right. knock it out. Right, and and as long as they keep it to where you can <laughs> you know start in NCAA because that's what I ended up doing. I played NCAA, played a season, imported the draft class to Madden, right played a, you know season yep. of Madden. Bomber. Yep. Yeah. That's what yeah. you got to do, man. Yep. Yeah, and, and, and if if that works out, and and the the problem is, the EA Madden engine now is garbage. Like I just bought twenty one because it was on sale, and I had to use some of my uh, credit before it expires on Xbox. Part of the problem, Dan. You're part of the problem. <laughs> well, I had. I mean, I, I had nothing else to buy. It's, so as as Dan will tell you, his hand was forced. <laughs> it was forced by Xbox because some of my rewards were running out. So I was like, oh, I'll just pick it up because it's Super Bowl. And I was like, oh, I'll get into it. It is such trash. I mean, it's not even – it's worse than 20. I don't know how you go backwards. We've gotten to the point where it used to be like, okay, there's these incremental improvements. Then it just got to the point where it was sideways. And 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 then now it's backwards. So I had so many issues with that game just starting up, um, just loading it and being able to download files and – and make it it's just i just don't understand what they're doing so that's the issue that i'm having with it you know i, you know, I could have bought you something you should have said something i, <laughs> <laughs> I, I had no idea what to do with it so i was like crap I better buy something before this goes off sale but um it, it's just gosh man that's my biggest worry is that they're basically going to use the old madden engine throw the you know the people's numbers in there um and the clc i think is the licensing uh, for college football, it's a college, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's some kind of licensing company, and it, but they do everything, you know, so they can kind of sidestep the NCAA. You know, these players are still not going to probably get paid for any kind of you know likeness, even though you know people are going to put their you know unless they don't include that in the game, right? You know, where they you can't edit the rosters, which 
you know, people that would be, be a mistake. No, that that would be a mistake. <laughs> mistake. But I don't. I wonder if that's going to be part of the deal. You know, where you know. Oof. I hope not, because yeah. I don't want to play as number one. You know, <laughs> in Madden, it's like, all right, you've got right running back number thirty-two. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is this garbage? You know. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm super pumped for it. I just hope they do a good job. College football has always been more of the you know the pure version of the game. I think Mo said that. Um, it, it's 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 always I, I rather watch that normally than and the NFL. So yeah, man, it's been too long. It's been seven years. We're due. Yeah, it's about damn time. I have nothing to add on this front, fellas. Yeah. So <laughs> we're just uh, I'm happy people are happy. Um, I know, like I said, I got lots of friends that are into this, so I hope it's good. And I hope uh, everything you guys said about, you know, obviously being able to edit and carry forward and all that stuff, I hope they do it right. I don't see how they could. To One last thing, Dan, to your point about, you know, trying to stop them from adding the ability to edit. It seems weird, right? Because you can yeah. say you can't have the likenesses, the names, et cetera, but to then detail what the game can be built like seems strange to me. I hope they do yeah. not doesn't go down that route I, I wouldn't even know what that would entail i guess is what i'm saying so anyway um <clears throat> let's jump over we've got uh you know last week we talked about xbox's impressive growth and their fiscal results and um as we i think i mentioned last week it's uh you know playstation and nintendo we're going to follow suit and uh no one should be surprised when we see some amazing numbers for both of them just because 2020 was an incredible year for all the gaming companies all the big three i should say um and so I want to run through some of these numbers and just we can chat about it briefly, but uh, it's just, it's nuts, guys. It's just nuts how, how much gaming continues to grow. So I'll start with PlayStation. Um, some some numbers for you. So four and a half million PS5s have shipped as of, remember, this is as of the end of the year. So this is December 31st, uh, which is apparently, according to Sony, the same as PS4. I find it kind of peculiar. They said they shipped the exact same amount of PS5s as the PS4s, but hey. Whatever, four and a half million. Uh, the PS4 sales dropped substantially, which is obviously kind of to be expected, right? 1.4 million. But that does take the PS4 total sell through to 115 million now, which is uh, firmly the second best selling console of all time, only behind the PlayStation 2. So, um, you know, pretty impressive. PS Plus subscribers. So this is paid PS Plus subscribers up to 47.4 million. PSN overall access, meaning like we talk about with Xbox, where it's like just anyone who accesses Xbox Live from anywhere. Same with PSN. They're up to 114 million monthly. Um, Miles Morales, I know we talked about this a few weeks ago, Dan, but uh, the numbers weren't clear at the time. They seemed far too low. At the end of the day, Miles Morales, when you include all sales, is up to 4.1 million. So pretty solid there. Um, it's pretty funny that, you know, 4.1 million, that's cross gen. So it's definitely a good move that they released it on PS4 as well, I believe, um, especially given the shortages. But this is the, this is probably the, the biggest number for PlayStation is that their 2020 fiscal revenue was 21 billion, almost 22 billion, which is the highest fiscal revenue for a single year for a gaming company of all time, of the, of the three: Nintendo, Xbox, PlayStation. Um, so this is the best year any of these companies has ever had, uh, since their founding. So it just goes to show you, um, you know, uh, and we'll talk about Nintendo's numbers in a minute here, but, um, it's just nuts. PlayStation is a global brand, uh, even despite the PS5 shortages, um, just super, super impressive, continues to do extremely well. 
Yeah, man. I don't really, you know, you know how I am with these stupid numbers. <laughs> People use them to measure their, you know, stuff, and it's just, it's no. just ridiculous. It, it's more it's, of a, it's, it's, it's impressive. That's what I was gonna you say. Know. It's more yeah. impressive just to recognize that one of the companies we love just yeah. continues to do well and grow, right? So, yeah, I'm, you know, it, it'd be interesting to see how these numbers would change, you know, through you know, if we weren't in the pandemic, if we weren't having these shortages, yes. with, you know, with the you know, components and everything that we're having. And and I would have liked to have seen what, what could have, I mean, it might've been another million, maybe another 2 million, who the hell knows? Yeah. You know, it's awesome. I mean, as long as these guys keep doing well, we're going to continue to get games. And that's really all I care about at this point. You know, I think I saw something where like the PS5 has like an 87% attach rate to PSN, like with the, with the new consoles, which is awesome. I'm guessing uh, PS plus. PS Plus. Okay, Nearly eighty well. percent of PS Five owners are PS Plus subscribers, which makes sense because those are your early adopters. PS Plus. Yeah, the paid service. Why am I? What the hell are you talking about? So PSN is PlayStation Network, right? right. Which you can access from okay, PS3, PS Vita. So PS Plus is the paid, like Live Gold. Right. Okay. Yeah. Right. Which is, yeah, okay, now I get you. God, there's so many stupid names. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's, yeah, 80% that's of PS5 owners are PS Plus subscribers, which, like I said, makes sense. It's the early yeah. adopters who bought PS5 at launch. They're the going to be. 80% are probably in scalpers' hands right now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> sitting in a warehouse somewhere. Yeah, yeah, they're probably just sitting there in somebody's house. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's, you know, great. You know, I mean, and, and it's, it's everything, this is all good news for us because, yes, it's great. you know, we're going to be getting a ton more stuff coming out from both uh, manufacturers from both studios you know just keep doing this you know yep. that's, that's that's all i want to see yep you know yeah and uh it's funny um so gaming general when the inevitable inevitable excuse me gta 6 comes out, i wonder how much effect that will have a console sales well yeah depending on on what the details of that console are and if it's console only like we saw with five before it came to pc you can damn well bet that that's going to be a system seller no matter where it is. So, mm -hmm. and uh, as I think we all agree, the PS plus value on PS five right now is nuts. That PS plus collection, yep. you know, February yeah. games we just talked about with control destruction, all stars. I mean, yeah, it's fantastic value right now. And you, and as we said, you've been able to get PS plus for like 30 bucks yeah. right now a year. If you're just looking online, which I still is, got codes. yeah, it's crazy, man. <laughs> We're crazy. Paul, what do you have to add on PlayStation, man? Anything? Oh, health of the industry. I mean, the industry, and we're going to talk about the Nintendo numbers. We've already seen Microsoft and now PlayStation. But uh, the health of the industry, I, again, as Dan was stating, it's just good for all of us. I mean, yep. you know, I, I firmly am in the belief that we are coming into the golden age of gaming. Yep. With the explosion that we've seen now, you know, when we get through uh, the pandemic and stuff and things get back to normal, uh, per se, it'll be interesting to see if there's a dip um, at all uh, or if this has actually brought so many new people into this industry uh, and playing games, uh, as we all know and have known for years that gaming uh, can be kind of addictive. It's, it's one of those great <laughs> little things, you know, yep. that it becomes a hobby and it'll be interesting to see as things get back to normal. If people continue their play habits uh, and, and if this growth uh, just keep continues to uh, move forward uh, as we go through the years. But right now, with these kind of numbers, you're seeing more money 
than ever being invested, not only from a consumer standpoint, from a dev standpoint, from these, uh, from a publishing standpoint, uh, you know, investors are coming into this industry yep. in droves right now looking, yep. uh, they want a piece of the pie. And what does that mean? Well, forecasting out from this standpoint, which these companies have to do, right? This money's coming in. It has to be put somewhere. That means games are being made at a, probably a record pace. And, yep. and three, and that means three, we're not talking about next year. Uh, next year is going to be fantastic as well. But we're talking about, you know, three, four, five years down the road. We're going to see the fruits of what's happening right now. And we're going to see an explosion of games. So it'll be, again, from my standpoint, I, I'd like to see what happens when things go back to normal down that far. If this install base of new players sticks around, man, all the better. But the the, the health of the industry uh, is what's important, and to see all three companies showing these record numbers uh, is is what matters most, and, and it means gamers win. So gamers win. They're winning. They're making a ton of money, but gamers are going to get all the great stuff out of it. So yeah. I, I'm happy to see it. Yeah, you are uh, you're spot on um, the investment and I don't even have it for us to talk about, as we saw, but Embracer Group bought Gearbox this week um, and Embracer Group. If you're not familiar with that name, they're the owners of THQ Nordic, um, which the, the IP ownership they now have that they're amassing for the future. Uh, it's just nuts. So, um, nice. yeah, crazy. But a uh, good point by Darren. I'm here. A uh, good friend of the show, Darren. Record PS Plus is a great deal, even if you don't have the PS5, because on PlayStation, you just add them to your library and then yep. you'll own them digitally. You know, mm -hmm. going forward, very good point as well. Steel Rain, what's going on, man? Thanks for stopping by. Let's uh, let's touch on Nintendo. So um, <laughs> it's hard to touch on Nintendo sometimes for me because I just I can't my mind just can't wrap around some of these numbers. Um, so the Switch, as of December thirty first, they were at seventy nine point nine million Switches sold, which means they've passed eighty right now in February. Um, so in Less than four years, they've become, they're nearing probably the fifth or sixth best-selling console of all time already with the Switch. Um, it's on pace. It's selling faster than the PlayStation 4, um, which, as we just said, is the second best-selling console of all time. It's uh, it's year-over-year -year growth. People are like, oh, the Switch will start to slow down. Um, it actually sold 24% more in 2020 than it did 2019. Um, and their first-party titles are just untouchable literally untouchable animal crossing has sold 31 million units now think of the attach rate there's 80 million switches it sold 31 million units you're talking about an attach rate up near 40 percent um it's the only exclusive ever in history to sell 30 million units in a year um mario kart 8 is at 33 million um and remember that's a wii u title it's a wii u title 33 million units on the switch uh, they now have six first-party titles that are over 20 million copies each. To put it into perspective, and I know we've talked about this before, but you look at one of the, the best-selling first-party IP, we've said this right, on PlayStation, is Spider-Man on the PS4. It hasn't sold 20 million units. Um, they have six on the Switch with a lower install base that has sold over 20 million units. Um, their net profit, now this is not revenue, their net profit 33.3% increase in 2020 over 2019. Um, so, I mean, they are just, Nintendo is just absolutely crushing it. And they're, it doesn't even feel like, this is going to come off wrong. I, you guys know I don't mean it. To, it doesn't even feel like they're putting that much effort in. Right? They're just, they're <laughs> literally just crushing it with 
old, not old IPs, but kind of like ports, some improvements. We already know that um, next week is um, Super Mario 3D World and Bowser's Fury, another Wii U port with some new additions, granted. Um, but we already know that that's going to sell like absolute bonkers, you know, um, at 60 bucks a pop. And um, it's just nuts. I, it, it's it's cool to see. I mean, we, we talked about it earlier, the nostalgic factor for Nintendo is cool to see. I just continue to wish and hope that as their revenue is really, really kind of creeping up, um, please reinvest some of that into uh, dev studios and online infrastructure. Please, you know, get with the 20th century. <laughs> I didn't mistake. That's what I meant, the 20th century. Um, so I don't know if you guys want to touch on this at all. I just, I continue to be just amazed at Nintendo's numbers. They're mind boggling to me. Nintendo does what Nintendo does. They've created a rabid fan base, you know, on par with Apple, and it's they can do whatever That's they want to do. Point. It's a good <laughs> yeah, point. They, they can do whatever they want to do. They can continue to charge sixty dollars for you know five year old games. It doesn't matter. People buy them up. They can <laughs> you know put no effort into a remaster and just relaunch old games as a, as a package deal, and people eat it up. And like I said, nothing but respect to Nintendo for what they've uh, done over there. They they swim in their own pond, and it's it's a, yeah. it's a big pond, uh, and they're all by themselves. And so they just keep doing what they're doing. Uh, it'll be interesting from a hardware standpoint to see where they go. Yeah, uh, to see if these numbers push people. Uh, or push the company, I should say, to maybe delay an actual real new console down the road at all. Why, I mean, why would you, why would you put the effort into it if, if you got all these people? Um, obviously, you know, rumors being what they are, that the chances are they're going to update it at least. Uh, and like you said, uh, maybe they'll finally start looking at some of their infrastructure and services and saying, "Hey, it's time we upgrade. <laughs> it's time that we allow. You know, we don't need." 20,000 digit codes to connect with people. I mean, let's, you know, I, I just want to be able to talk to my friends online. Maybe, maybe we should work that out. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, good for them. Uh, again, obviously there's a reason why they've got the fan base they do. So more power yeah. to them. <laughs> it's funny on the online. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw this week, but uh, the news did come out that their backbone for some of their <laughs> online games is finally being updated with the release of Monster Hunter Rise. It's the first right. game to be placed on this new backbone. And their their existing backbone, backbone that Nintendo Online runs today on the Switch actually has code in it for Windows 98. Yep. It's 20 years old. It's insane. <laughs> Windows 98. <laughs> what a... <laughs> I'm also curious if that had something to do with Apex coming there too, if they finally had to do something. Because Apex is It could. Yeah, I don't know. I they finally know. had it. Okay, fine, fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take we'll take some of this change in our pocket. Fine, fine. Nah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, crazy stuff. Yeah, their their annual revenue. You know, it's not as high as PlayStation, but it, it's up there. It's over ten billion. Um, so I mean, God, it's just it's nuts. And, and as Elu said too, invest in Metroid. For God's sakes, man. <laughs> right? Do something, man. Right. <laughs> What's the thing? I mean, like you you see these. The thing is with the Switch, you don't have until well, at least recently, you don't have like the Call of Duty games. You don't have uh, the EA games. They tried no, with FIFA. Mass Effect's not coming. We were just saying right. Mass, no Mass Effect, yeah. no Battlefield. You know, they 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 are missing all these, you know, experiences. Yeah, but they still continue to just put out what they do. You know, yep. they know people. You know, Animal Crossing has a huge fan base. This is all they need to do, really. You know, I, I still don't understand their whole 
we're going to limit the time this is going to be on our store thing with, you know, like Fire Emblem and then the Super Mario Disney stuff. Vault style. Yeah, it's so weird. Like, yeah. why would you even do that? But they do, and people still <laughs> buy the stuff. It's almost like, okay, well, I got to buy this now. You know, we got to, you know, I, was, is it, are you trying to force profits, you know, in a certain amount of time? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm a clue. But they, they, they continue to do it, man. And, and good on them. You know, it's always nice to have that, you know, I guess different, you know, console that, you know, provides the unique experience, you know, that Nintendo always has. And I just wish I played it more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Monster Hunter will change that for me, but it, it's it's still that that's going to be it for you know until Metroid comes out, you know, or something similar. I mean, I yeah. jump on and play Mario every once in a while, but yeah, you know, it's, it's an crazy. indie game machine. You know, basically what it comes down to. You know, for me, and it, it, there's so much shovelware. Yeah, and then they put it. You know, they they then they announced where they you know everything has got to be like a minimum of two dollars. There were some games that aren't even worth twenty cents on that damn. Store. <laughs> <laughs> we played some of them. Yeah, I think we got ripped off. Yeah, we, we did. We did a video of some <laughs> yeah. of the worst games on. So we did a challenge. It's not it's not a great video, but you know I'll put it's it so out good. there anyway. That me, Dan, and Bert a couple years ago, we picked a game for each other that we thought would be the worst game on the eShop. Mm-hmm. And we we made each other play it for like half an hour, and there's a That's video awesome. of us playing these games, which are just they're junk. What was man. that Captain Bird one that you were about? God, it was nuts. there was like a crash test dummy one, which yeah, that one, that's the, one the music it. haunts me to this day. It's that bad. God, it was so bad. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> but they they and they still you know it, it's I mean good on Nintendo. I'm glad that they're there, but they're they're just like in their own league, in their own realm of you yeah. know gaming. It's like here's Xbox, PlayStation, PC, Nintendo's over here smoking cigars, you know, and and laughing, and and that's all they're doing, yep. you know. So hey, good good for them, I guess. Yeah, I uh, the I know we talked about this previously too, Dan. I think maybe with Benji, but the interesting thing here, they're at 80 million units in less than four years, and they're on pace. They sold 20. I didn't put it in here, but they sold something like 20 some 21 million switches in 2020. Mm-hmm. So if you can keep that pace, and if they if they continue with the Switch moniker, even if they do an eventual Pro or whatever mm-hmm. you know update revision, if that continues for basically four years, um, there's a real real possibility that the PS2 will go down and the, the Switch will be the best selling console of all time. Which nobody thought the PS2 would ever be touched because it had like an 11 year lifespan globally, and its numbers are so far ahead of everyone else. It, it, but it's crazy to think that Switch is almost easily going to be the second best-selling console of all time and that it could be the first gross it's crazy <laughs> and they make money on every unit remember they're mm-hmm. not they're not selling at a loss nope so it's because they use fucking two dollar joysticks <laughs> well, and that's the other thing they're four years in or almost in March, next month will be four years since it launched there's no price reduction no still 300 bucks need to no <laughs> like never like you never see it like oh here's a game that comes with it it was a you know wii u game but it comes with it it's yeah still three hundred dollars yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, in my face you're not seeing confusion you're seeing jealousy that i didn't think of this shit ahead of <laughs> <Right>. time because <laughs> good lord man it's crazy um anyway anyway we'll move on for that but i, I will uh speaking of you know the opposite approach let's talk about stadia real quick um <laughs> <laughs> something that has no nostalgia um and no fan base really uh well i won't say no but you know i'm being a little smart ass here but 
news this week, very confusing news about Stadia. Um, now, it was already not really making big waves among the industry, um, but news that they are shutting down all of their first party efforts. Now, if you're not closely paying attention to this stuff, um, why this is really interesting is because just less than a year ago, and I know we were talking about this prior to the show, but just then, less than a year ago, they announced that they were investing in first party exclusive content. And they were starting that by one, they already had one studio working on games. They opened a second studio in Southern California uh, with Jade Raymond, who we talked about earlier as one of the vice presidents. Um, and then Shannon Studstill, and if you don't know who Shannon Studstill is, she was the literal head of Sony Santa Monica, who oversaw God of War uh, for PlayStation. And she left. <laughs> she left PlayStation and Sony Santa Monica to head up this new studio for Stadia, which in 11 months is now being shut down completely. And they are literally shutting down all first party development, both studios. Um, some of the employees are being retained. They didn't go into the specifics, obviously. I don't know what Shannon's doing, but they did confirm that Jade Raymond has left her role as well. Um, so this is just a baffling one to me, guys. I mean, what they kind of said is they're going to focus on third-party agreements, licensing agreements, deals, that type of thing. Um, but I, I just continue to be baffled. Speaking of baffled by Nintendo's success, I continue to be baffled by Stadia's just whatever you want to call it, whatever they're doing in the industry. Because you have a you have a technically console, you have a video game manufacturer that has literally owns YouTube, literally owns the Android operating system, the biggest in the world. And they can't figure out how to get games to people. And I just, I, I don't understand what they're doing. If anyone can provide any insight, uh, I'm welcome to it because from a business perspective, they just look to be an absolute disaster. This is Google, man. Yeah, they just they, they they if you're not making like money immediately with them, it, it seems like they just you know get rid of it. You know, like like it has to be some kind of it has to be profitable, like almost right off the bat. You know, they used to have I talked with Mo about this, uh, the Nexus phone, one of my favorite phones of all time. I love the Android. You know, it's a it was a pure Android phone. They got rid of it. Gone. Google, you know, plus which was their little, you know, whatever that was they were doing. Gone. The Facebook competitor. The Facebook, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gone. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, it, like the, didn't they get rid of, like, Hangouts, too? Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, it, they, they, they got, got rid of it before even providing a better solution for the people using it. Right. Yeah. And then, they, <laughs> the, the, you know, they've got Google Fiber in certain cities. Sometimes, you know, I think it was Kentucky or something somewhere where they literally dug up the streets you know, to lay their fiber, put it down, and then just cancel everything. They, they canceled the whole thing. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing in the entire city. I was just like, "What in the hell are they doing?" Google like, Glass I'm, Bomber just said too. Their glasses. Yep. 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 Yeah. Everything. Just. I mean, they just cannot. I don't know if they just have like a super short attention span. They all have like ADHD. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You know, but it, it's it's just maybe put a little bit more effort. Like I'm I'm afraid that I'm gonna get like an email one day, like any day, that's gonna say. We're canceling fiber service in your area because then I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna be. I have to go then you're gonna be stuck with my crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's. <laughs> I just don't understand what they're doing with the first party studio. They shouldn't have even started that. That's one of those things. Like what, what Amazon's doing. Well, I'm not 100% sold on them either. I'm really not 100% sold on the whole cloud gaming thing anyway. But it, it, it's 
at least they started small. You know, they're still technically in like the beta. Yep. You know, they're, they're, they, they've got a subscription service. Like here's, give me five or six bucks, seven bucks. You have access to all these games. Now you also have, you know, it, you can do Uplay Plus or whatever it is if you want to for an extra $15. That gives you access to all the Ubisoft games. Like you could do something like that. You could build a service around that if you wanted to, you know, maybe. You know, but but the, the the technology still is is catching up. At least the infrastructure is, from like a ISP standpoint, you don't have people still have data caps. You know, and yep. it, it, you can stream a, a game. You know, that's you're, you're you're streaming a ten gig every hour or something you know, or more. You know, it, it's it's insane how much data that stuff uses, especially when you get into like the four K stuff. Yep. So unless you've got unlimited, you know, data on a high speed you know, service, you're kind of screwed and it's just not there right now. So I understand, you know, and maybe that's part of Google's fault. You know, they could have expanded <laughs> and done this. They got everybody got the infrastructure all laid down, but they backed out. And then they were like, oh, we're going to back out of this too. You know, we saw what, what was a, was it Crucible from Amazon? Yeah. yeah. That's trash. It was trash. It got put up there and it got taken down like five days later, whatever it was. It was some, <laughs> It was ridiculous, you know, and then Amazon kind of said, you know what, the hell with this, we'll just put this service out there. You know, we, we've got the, you know, and Google has it too, and Microsoft, we've got the infrastructure to, 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 do, to do this kind of stuff. We just, you know, we're not going to develop games, and, and, that, and that's fine. I mean, I don't know what we could have expected out of, you know, Google's first party stuff. There was what? There was one game that they had, or I don't even know if it was their first party. It was just an exclusive game. It was like the Orc game. Oh, no, that was wasn't first party. No, it wasn't uh, first party. No. That was right. They, I mean, they just—you don't have to have exclusive games necessarily. If you price your service and you know at a at a, at a competitive price, accessibility. Right. That's all it is, man. Yeah. You know, if you want to do like the Netflix of gaming, like you know, and and the, the problem that you're going to run into now is Microsoft is so far ahead, you know, with the subscription services and everything. Yep. and what they provide and you can see what is coming in the future that they're, they're so far ahead of Google and Amazon that you know it's going to really create problems you know and Sony I look at them I'm like you guys need to do something fast because you know you've got the 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 games and the access to that you just don't have the the infrastructure to pull it off yet and maybe you know and they could I'm sure they could just buy their way into it but yeah, with you twenty know, billion revenue a year, yeah. they're making deals. Hundred percent. So yeah. I mean, it's it's frustrating because you don't want to see this happen to you know anybody like in the studio and all those devs that have to. Yeah, I feel bad. It's always the devs, right? right? Yeah, they always get the shaft at the end. Yep. You know, and and you know, shout out to was it Phil Harrison for being a complete piece of trash? <laughs> you know, so I mean, it, I mean, it, it, you 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 suck so bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I can't imagine. I can't even think of like one other person that has just like killed so many things. In, in, in the resume is impressive. It is. It really is. So yeah. I mean, you know, you can suck it, dude. I mean, I, I'm 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 done with you. Just stay away from everything. Just why, why does he keep getting hired into these right. positions? Getting yeah. paid to fail. That's the way I mean, to do it. <laughs> say what you want about Jade Raymond and what she's done. At least she hasn't done what this dude is, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, yeah. and, and and God, it just sucks because you know you you want to see these teams or these 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 companies succeed. 
because it, it, it pushes the other companies to, you know, either enter into that arena or do better with what they have. And, you know, you always want to see that kind of competition. So when one of them, one of them just says, oh, the hell with it, we're done. Yeah. We're not pouring any more money to it. And, and they've only, it's only been what, like less than a year, Two right? years. Two years? Yeah. I mean, yeah, what do you expect? I mean, do you expect the God of War to, to have come out already or something to that size? They gave him like, 11 months with new employees. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> I mean, that's like, you gotta, you gotta, you know, realize where, you, where you're at here. I mean, you can't just jump into something all of a sudden. Well, it's, it's, it. it's exactly what we talk about Xbox. People are like, they bought those studios in 2018. It's like two and a half years is nothing in first party no. development. It's nothing. You gotta, it takes time, man. It's so, so frustrating, man. People look at PlayStation first party, which we always come back to because it's, yeah. you know, or even Nintendo, for an example. Those are things where the seeds were laid years and years oh, and years ago. God. A lot of the investment in the first party for PlayStation wasn't the PS4 era. It was the PS3 era. The fruits of it came during the PS4 right. era. It just takes a very long time. Um, you can't, we talked about that, I know, with Benji, too, Dan. You just, you can't expect that out of the gate. And and Phil, I, you know, I, I told you guys the story before of the, the guy I know in the industry who's a VP at ran a different company, and I meet with him at E3 and have lunch, and he told me. He said, as soon as they saw Phil Harrison was leading Stadia, they knew it was dead in the water. And that's <laughs> that's a harsh, harsh statement. When he said it to me face-to-face, I was like, damn, man. He's like, he's like, I'm telling you, just watch it. And here we are, you know? Um, it, it's that's failing upwards to the yep. to the most degree. Yeah, I'm, what I'm trying to figure out is like what were they shoot? Like what was their goal going into it? Like if they were going like okay, we're going to eventually produce all this first party content with one studio. You know, I mean, <laughs> what I mean, it doesn't even make any sense to me. Like I understand they were making all these deals with all these third parties and, and everything. That's fine, but you know, if you're really expecting, you're going to put out a a, a game that's supposed to be you know that might be genre changing and, and really move the industry on a platform that you know seven people actually have access to i mean it, it doesn't really do you any good you know there was no marketing behind it you know, or very very little you know it's not like you could turn on the super bowl and it's like oh hey look at this guy this is actually which, pretty cool which as I mean, we've said you own the the search engine for literally the internet right you own youtube literally the the the, the video content in the internet and you own the operating system for the most phones in the world right how can, how can people not know what state people have is? no idea none whatsoever google, i mean it's, google, it's insane man <laughs> Google is Google's. I mean, leaving Phil out of it. <laughs> uh, Google itself. I mean, this was this was the fear from the beginning, right? This was the overall like you know everybody was talking about it when they first announced this. It was like, well, how long is it before Google gives up on it, right? Yeah. Because it's just something they do. They're they're like the they're like a guy who walks into a buffet and just taste tests everything and goes, nope. <laughs> nope, takes a little piece of everything and just goes, nope, don't want that. Nope, don't want that. They keep doing this with everything, right? So it, it is insane to think about, but you know, thank God they didn't get Zenimax, right? Just thank God, because this is what everybody's fear was that they would just give up one day and whoever, you know, all the devs, all the teams that they had developed at that point, just gone. And, and yeah. they all, you know, that's it. Poof, goodbye. Um, so thank God that didn't happen because, you know, there was obviously strong rumors that that was going around, uh, yeah. that they were there. And, and it is baffling to me that we heard their name brought up so much from Xbox and stuff as far as being a main competitor. Yeah. So you'd think that they would know 
like a little bit more. So was there bigger plans? I mean, did they know about a lot more talks that were going on that Google was having with, with, you know, publishers or, or devs, you know, that they were going to try to acquire. And not, then all of a sudden the, they just woke up one morning and said, yeah, now nah, we're done. We're out. Yeah. I, not, I don't want to cut you off phone, but yeah, it's an interesting no. thought because I have to wonder if people like Phil or, you know, the CFO, or Amy Hood and whatnot at Microsoft yeah. or even Amazon, wherever are sitting right. there, either they knew, or they're sitting there just like us and yeah. thinking like you have the search engine, the video right. production and the phone market, and you can't figure out what like Microsoft, given their current other investments would kill to have the power right. of Google search engine, YouTube and the phone market. They tried and failed. Yeah, they've tried and <laughs> all of them. <laughs> yeah. Like it's bad. I, I seriously yeah. just think yep. it's just incredibly poor management. Seems That's like it, from man. the outside, it's something. Yeah. Like I said, I can't believe how many things they've tried and just said, nope, nope, it's not going to work. I just Crazy. don't get it. And like you guys said, I mean, I, I even if you were like, even if you're not dipping your toes, did they honestly expect just to walk in and just build a studio and, and a year, two years later have games just flying out and that was going to be it and they were just no. going to succeed? I mean, how do you do that? I mean, there's no way that you thought that in reality. So what was your plan? What was your roadmap going forward? <laughs> I don't know. They, they were on the path to, I mean, they had Baldur's Gate 3. It's a yeah. humongous IP. Yeah. A humongous game. Yeah. Which Everybody cannot be played that. on consoles. Right. Cannot yeah. be played anywhere else. They had the, right. you know, I was just like, and now, I mean, you still have it there technically. Yeah. It's still there. It's just like, man, you could have pushed that so much harder. Right. You know, <laughs> it's just, oh. They, I don't get it, man. I mean, it's, it's so <laughs> frustrating. It's more baffling to me than Nintendo, because at least Nintendo has this track record of just sure. Right. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, Nintendo's got forty years of right. Yeah. And but you know, I don't know what they expected. That's the right. biggest thing. You got to really <laughs> maybe have more than one studio. Well, you know, <laughs> right. or <laughs> if you're going to invest in the studio, I mean, on paper, we don't know all the details, of course, but on paper, they did it right. You got someone that has experience leading teams in Jade. You got someone who's had experience leading a successful studio in Shannon. Um, you've invested in basically what is like the Silicon Valley of game development in Southern California, right? All the talent is there. There's zero reason why you couldn't have made this work, to your guys' point, if you gave it the time. Right. And I, I think everything you said, it's just like they're just it feels like almost impatience um, yeah. where they just, you know, they can't stop from stabbing themselves in the eye. It's it's, it's bizarre. It's so weird. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think I think we're all sitting in the same boat. And I think one more point I would just make um, fun speculation. What's up, man? Um, uh, to your point, Pong, around, you know, Microsoft's looking at, did they see this coming or whatnot, and, and talking about Google and Amazon being the main competitors. I know we've touched on it before. My personal feeling is the way they look at it is the, the direction Microsoft is going in Xbox with their gaming, we've talked about ad nauseum, right? Um, but the future is kind of gaming wherever you are, however you want, right? I mean, way into the future, long term. Um, and there's, we talked about it so many times, so I'm sorry if you're a, a normal listener and you've heard me say this a million times, but the only three companies in the world who can support that today are Microsoft, Google, and Amazon. And so I think the thinking was Google has the infrastructure globally to support this, and they have the internet presence being YouTube, Android, Google. They're, they're a big threat 
because at the time it seemed like they were investing and they're, I mean, they've got to be sitting on the sidelines just like with a beer watching them implode. Like, you know, what are they doing? Each one that drops out just helps them. Cause like Dan said, they got such an incredible lead already. And yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to continue to grow it. I mean, yeah. Xbox Lord's is sitting on 20, <laughs> over 20 years of reputation. Now they're I, not Nintendo of course, or PlayStation, no. but they, they have a strong reputation, a strong fan base. They have 23 studios and they have nearly 20 million already subscribed to a gaming service. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, they're, they're so <laughs> far ahead. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. Uh, word of mouth marketing only works so well. I mean, it, really, it, just, it just doesn't. Yeah. And I know Xbox lean into that with Game Pass and they've done a good job with it, you know, and, and, and I think that's what a lot of people were doing too with, you know, I think that's what they were kind of planning on. It was people watching these YouTube streams and then being able to, yeah. you know, click on their, whatever it was to take them to the Stadia store. Yep. And then they were like, what the fuck is Stadia? Right. You know, nobody has any, any idea or any clue. It's like, like, what does this mean? You know, they click on it. They're like, what? And you know, when, when it launched, wasn't it that they, they you couldn't even go to a search function? This is Google Stadia. Was it, was it, you couldn't even search? Like, yeah. I mean, that half is the features insane. that they promised were missing, but you could like do the base. I mean, it was like crazy. Yeah, I mean, you had you had everything there. Yeah, but you know, you just couldn't. You know, you couldn't wait for you know right. results. It's, yeah, it's, so yeah, I mean, I, I kind of high level mention. I don't get into details, but you know, I'm in application development and infrastructure and stuff, and just. As we're talking through this and thinking of what they have in place and how you can't make it work, it's just mind boggling to me. It's like, <laughs> you know, anyone who is trying to enter the gaming industry nowadays, the gaming industry, massive, but there are key players. Right. And it, right. it's hard to get that new audience. But if you had bet now take Google's reputation of everything we talked about off the table, forget their past failures. Right. right. If you were just looking at what people have in terms of infrastructure and capability, if you would have looked at Google, you'd been like, "Shit, they're they're number one. They can they can reach six billion people by tomorrow, right? right? Just between all of their functions, um, they reached fifteen. You know, they didn't really come close. <laughs> I don't I don't know how you do that, but anyway, we we could joke about this forever, but it, it is baffling. I do wish and sincerely. I did see people at Xbox and people at Sony Santa Monica yeah. and people at different places reach out saying, Hey, Debs, if you're, you need work, you know, that's the got, good news with yeah. all the health of the industry. There's plenty of opportunity, plenty of positions. Right I mean, Microsoft's mm. got what 500 positions right now. Open. I mean, they're, yeah. they're looking for some crazy. Yeah. 483. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. And I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ, you got nearly 5,000 devs already. You're looking for right. 500 more people. <laughs> Lord. That's good. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I wish them the best and I wish uh, I really sincerely, I know we joked about Jade too, but wish her the best. And um, I hope all these people land, you know, somewhere where they can actually have an impact with proper support because any of us that work in any job, you can't really be successful without support. Um, it's just, a, it's a fact of the matter, no matter what industry you're in. So anyway, uh, let's go a couple quick game updates guys. And we'll talk about what we've been playing. So uh, a few things that came out this week. So Diablo four and overwatch two, two of the most anticipated games from Blizzard, of course, um, in their earnings call, part of the whole fiscal reporting thing, it was mentioned that they don't expect either of these games, uh, Diablo 4 Overwatch 2, to launch in 2021. So for people hoping or thinking that, you know, these games are coming anytime soon based on what we're seeing, no. This is Blizzard. Blizzard takes a long time to make their games. Um, I am kind of surprised, though, guys, that not Diablo. Diablo takes forever. It's always yeah, no. the, those games take <laughs> forever. Um, but I am surprised at Overwatch too because it feels like that 
Overwatch, the core foundation of Overwatch, you're going to have to keep because there's a whole pro league around it, tens of millions of players. You can't just fundamentally throw that out the window, right? So if you're keeping that multiplayer foundation and you're adding the story elements for the characters and stuff, they announced this, what? It's got to be two years ago at least. It's yep. been a while since they announced this. 2019, um, 2018, late 2018, yeah. Yes, it's yeah. got to be, right? Early 2019, yeah. something like that. I haven't yeah. looked, but I, I just, I am surprised it's taking this long for a studio that's that big. It has that much funding to kind of create that 1.5 version of an existing IP. Seems weird to me. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, any comments? Sorry, I was going to jump to the other news. Any any thoughts on those two games, guys? I mean, I I, I I'm good with Diablo Four, right? You're going to take your time on that. Yeah, take your time. A, Just you get know, it right. Don't launch Diablo Three, me, please. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I don't I don't with Overwatch Two, <clears throat> man. Like it, it's it's weird that it hasn't. You know, we haven't had it any more information until I haven't we, seen whatever. it. Yeah. yeah, nothing. So you know, do your thing. I guess, you know, people, that's a very, you know, dedicated fan base as well. Yes. So, you know, I know Benji, we've mentioned him several times. <laughs> yes. you know, he's, he's a huge Overwatch guy. So yep. um, it, it's, is what it is, you know, with yep. Blizzard and Activision and them over there. So get it out there. I'd like to see, you know, when that first was announced, I really thought it was like a single player game with some multiplayer components, you know, in Overwatch. I mean, and I'm not going to lie, it, I was severely disappointed. <laughs> it's not because I didn't like the game. I thought it was really well done. It's not your type of game. Right, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was hoping for some cool single-player stuff because it looked like, oh, man, you've got all these different characters and they're all super yeah. unique, you know. But I get it, you know, and it's it's done extremely well. And the leagues, like you said, are, yeah. you know, probably rolling in the dough. Now, so. People forget that the pro esports arena in Vegas was built by Blizzard for Overwatch. It's used Crazy. for other things, of course, but Crazy. primarily – it was built for Overwatch. That's nuts, man. Yeah, nuts. crazy. A um, couple other updates. So this this came out of freaking left field. Is Stubbs the Zombie? I don't know how many people remember that game, but <laughs> Stubbs the Zombie. It's an original Xbox game. Big sense of humor. Kind of one of those funny. Got a lot of those back then, didn't we? Those kind of yep. third person, half cartoony, funny games. Um, that's supposedly being remastered by a small studio. I think it's Aspire Studio. Um, and that's coming. It was leaked on True Achievements. We have it on our site as well on March 16th. So about a month from now, that's going to come out for Xbox consoles. So that's that's something. Uh, Dan, I know you mentioned it earlier, but Judgment, uh, the kind of uh, Yakuza off story or side story, is being remastered and coming out on April 23rd. And it's uh, for the first time ever going to land on Xbox consoles, which, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, but with the Yakuza saga that's now on Xbox uh, Game Pass, like a dragon and judgment is that everything for yakuza outside didn't they have like a psp game or something but i think overwhelmingly so that's kind of all of it i can't i'm trying to remember right off the top of my head there's a japanese game i think it's like yakuza ishin or something like that that's never okay. been brought over to the west okay. it's, uh, it's it's those characters in like a samurai setting oh that's you cool know? yeah so i i think i mean i'm not 100 percent sure because i haven't done a whole lot of research but yeah that's all the all of them they're all uh published by Sega. Yes. So, yes, yes, you know, yes. I think, you know, and we talked about that actually on an episode, you know, I wonder if judgment is going to be coming. So here it is. Yeah. Here it is. It's, it's, it's it's whole... I think we just mentioned that last week and then sure enough, the news came out like, yeah, well, here it comes. I'm ready for it, man. I'll be buying that one too. Um, and no then uh, the upgrade. show, sorry. I said no free upgrade, unfortunately. 
for like the PS4 version to the PS4. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a separate skew. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then finally, the show, uh, MLB The Show. Uh, you know, it was talked about when they redid the license. This was going to become an Xbox in the future. We obviously now have confirmation that uh, it's coming to PlayStation and Xbox this year. Um, it's going to be 50. It's Sony published um, on Xbox consoles. And because it's Sony published, they're determining the price. So for the next gen version, the Series X or S version, it is going to be $70, not 60 like the rest of the games on Xbox. But that's coming April 20th as well. Um, and for what it's worth, anyone listening who's a regular listener of the show, we're trying to actually create an MLB The Show League among people online um so i think we've got like six or seven people we're each picking a team and we're going to put a league together so if you're interested hit us up uh you know where to find us but guys uh across these games pong anything to add on any of these games man no man good to see baseball get to xbox i mean we've had rbi and whatever else and that kind of stuff i'm i'm not even a baseball fan but i've always loved baseball games exact uh, so same exact same thing <laughs> Yep. yep. Uh, so I'm excited. Uh, I think it'll be cool. And especially with crossplay and stuff, I, I, it should be fantastic. Uh, you know, and like you said, a lot of people are already talking about leagues. Uh, yeah. So for the community, that's that's great, man. Uh, yeah. I'm down for it. So, yeah, good to see it. And obviously with Yakuza, big Yakuza fan, um, you know, got to find time for them <laughs> now that the remasters are out and stuff. But uh, happy to see Judgment come. Uh, a lot of this is the fruits of, of Phil going over there all those times in the in the previous years that he talked about uh, and developing those relationships to bring some of these uh, Japanese titles, which which was you know severely lacking for Xbox and still is to a certain degree. But it's yeah. nice to finally see this complete uh, series be here uh, and be on Xbox. It's a huge moment, and I hope people give them a chance and give them a try because uh, they are well worth it if you can get into them. Yeah. Uh, I think Dan completely agrees with you. See, Dan, all the questions on the the guest thing are not just about Halo <laughs> and Mass Effect One. You know, I thank God because this would be boring as hell. But, <laughs> but, but no, I mean, you know, and to your point, Paul, we we need people to support these games. That yes, like Judgment, because I want to see more of them. You know, right. I, I and I, I get angry about it because I see people saying, "Hey, we got all these Japanese games. Look at Bill Spencer." <laughs> but then nobody plays them. Right. You know, eventually it's going to get to the point where it's just going to be like, why am I wasting my time going over right. and, and getting these things? Options are great, but also, you know, it costs me, you know, this much money to make this deal, this much money to make this deal. And we've got, you know, three people that actually finished Yakuza <laughs> Zero on Xbox <laughs> on and Stadia, it's on man. Game Pass. Okay. Right. You know, that, that's what yeah. bothers me the most. It's not, yeah. I just want people to play because right. I want more of this stuff. Yep. to come over i want to see you know some persona. more Jeez, you know we got yes. 11 atlas. you know or persona yep. right you know yes we, we need the atlas games stuff. they're being yeah. stubborn we need to force right. them here <laughs> right i really thought yesterday we see final fantasy 14 yeah to so did I. finally Me come too. to the xbox and, you know and, and there's still a chance i guess you know and, i mean but that's not a game <laughs> that you know i would jump into but i'd like to try it out yeah, you know, I guess I could on the, the PlayStation if I wanted to. You Especially know, but, now that it's coming to PS5 or yeah, you know being, yeah, that's, being that's, upgraded. I might be jumping onto that just to see what it's like. Yeah, you know, because I, I had a good time with like ESO when I played it and stuff yeah. like this. So, you know, I just no. I just want people to support these games when they come, especially when they're on Game Pass. Yes, you know, because try you know, just try get them the out. Engagements, get the engagement get those numbers up, up so yeah. we can see yeah. more and more of these. And then, you know, I like what we're seeing with Judgment coming. You know, I, I, I love it, you know, so so more more power to, you know, keep going. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, um, you know, funny enough, I, I 
told you, Dan, obviously we've talked about it like a dragon. I loved, um, but I, I really am biased towards the turn-based. I really like sure. the turn-based and the skills. And I don't know if you saw, Dan, I actually ran a poll or we ran a poll season gaming. We didn't get a ton of votes, but I basically asked uh, real time or turn-based for Yakuza. And it was funny enough. It was nearly split. Um, so 55% for real time, 44% for turn-based. I, I voted turn-based, so I was one of them on there. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like it. I love it. I can't believe I loved it because I was kind of worried about it when they said they were going turn-based. Dan was the same But after way. playing it, man, it right, fits they right in. I think yeah. either one of them would work fine, you know, yeah. depending on what – I mean, I think they'll and go turn-based. I said they could split that series and just keep going, one yeah. turn-based and, and one action style and, yeah. and have the have the storyline separate. That's fine. I, I think yeah. it's it's awesome. Yeah, I love the jobs, and, and they took like yeah. the good parts of yes. Japanese role playing games, but you know, still had that kind of quirky humor and upgrading and other stuff. So it's cool. Yeah. Pompa in the house, five dollar super chat. Thank you, five dollar Pompa. Cheers to great gents and a great show. Rating is seven out of seven. seven. It's the of best it gets, man. Best it gets. That's our new rating scale. Nice. <laughs> I need to redo my Valhalla one then. Because it's way <laughs> off. <laughs> By the way, if Diego's still listening, he hasn't sent me the the image for your shirt yet. No, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to him. Yeah, talk to him because we need to get that up on the store for sure. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> so uh, open conversation, guys. So, Pong, um, what you've been playing, what you've been up to, anything open chat, man. You want to rant about something, go for it. You want to talk about some games, go for it. What's, what you've been up to? Um, uh, let's see. I've been playing the medium. Uh, okay. so I'm, uh, probably about 80% through, uh, yeah. did it, uh, reviewed it on one of Boom's shows, uh, his one-on-one show. So, uh, loved it. Um, I think it's a game that everybody's got to try again, it being on game pass, try it. I'm yeah. not a horror fan. Like there are some I can get through, but like resident evil seven, I, I just can't do that. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I've got that cowardly streak in certain things, but in certain aspects, I don't, I, I can play through these types of games, a lot of nostalgia. It brought me back to the original resident evil, the original, you know, alone in the dark. It's and obviously some silent Hill in there as well. Yeah. Um, I like the static, camera uh, i loved the feel of it uh, even the tank controls are a little bit tighter than the old days so it yeah. was it was fine it took me a while to get used to again but it was fine but the the story the writing uh the acting uh absolutely top notch and i'm so happy for bloober team and i hope you know again and talking about ascending studios yep. this is another one of those ascending studios that obviously has has is, is perfecting their craft each game gets a little bit better and i think with some real backing if microsoft were to acquire them it'd be fantastic uh so i've been playing through that nice. uh, a, a lot of master chief collection uh, yes now we're talking. community nights uh you always had one last night after the xbox ultimate show so or was up till two o'clock in the morning playing master chief collection so nice. uh you know that's, that's shit, man uh, i gotta get in on that with you yeah wow. you should jump over man we're we're always on friday nights so oh uh, after yeah the show. yeah absolutely up. we will um, so do that. Um, what else? Uh, oh, jump back into uh, Division Two and actually uh, Breakpoint. So okay. with the updates, um, actually pleasantly surprised. Uh, I, I put a lot of time into Division Two. Yeah. Um, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, a while ago, and then got off of it and just kind of was done with it. But to jump back in and to you know uh, get together with a couple people and, and play through some stuff again, really impressive. You know, I got to give. Props to Ubisoft for uh, going back and supporting some of their older games and, and allowing the devs to do this. Um, I know it probably wasn't a whole lot of time, and that's probably why they went ahead and did it. But yeah. there's a lot of companies out there that are 
aren't doing anything for next gen. Yeah. Uh, but these games are beautiful. Absolutely stunning. Breakpoint, crazy how different it is from when it first launched. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I'm a Tom Clancy fan. I like playing through them. Um, liked Wildlands a lot. Uh, yeah. Breakpoint was just... <laughs> It wasn't up to par when yeah, it launched. Dan, Dan reviewed it for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but you know, they they put a lot of time and effort into this game, and they keep putting more. I mean, they they've just added a bunch of new skills. So the skill levels are now yeah. up through twenty instead of ten. So that they've added a ton of stuff, and with the updates uh, to the graphically and uh, the frames, uh, really incredible looking when when you're walking through. So nice. you know tried those out again too and then of course my smattering of a million other games i've sure. <laughs> you know me cyberpunk here and there i'm still plugging away there and i gotta nice. jump back into that full time uh and get through uh, my first playthrough because i love it um just tried to branch out a little bit and not get so focused on cyberpunk so gotcha gotcha yeah. gaming gentleman said the tall vampire lady's coming for you yeah yeah uh- <laughs> and i will try it i will i will try it Again, I love the Resident Evil style and I love vampires, so I will be there trying it. And hopefully, this one isn't uh, as bad as seven. <laughs> yeah, Dan, you stepped away real briefly, but he, uh, Pong said that, um, you know, he's finishing up medium, but uh, he sounded just like you basically he couldn't get through Resident Evil seven, it's just too much. And yeah, yeah. Dan's <laughs> almost the same there's way. There's a balance, you know, that yeah. me as a fat person needs to find. <laughs> you know, I drink a lot of Diet Cokes, but I also eat a lot of Butterfingers, so you know, balance. <laughs> Right, and, and then and then if I want to play a game, I'm not going to put my heart at risk for you know for 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 a video game as good as it may be, and I'm not going to take anything away from it. Like right. the medium was about my speed, like as much as I could tolerate, you know. So that was uh, that was it for me. Like even Blair Witch was too much when I played it. I was like, no, you never got you never got to the uh, kind of end that I've talked about with Blair Witch, did you? No, 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 no. I, I got like two hours through maybe, and oh, I'll, you, know, you have to understand my two hours. Yeah, is is a much longer two hours than because I am like inching forward, <laughs> like you know I am the slowest person. So, so like me on a normal day. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. You know, I mean, um, I'm, I'm like, okay, this is gonna take, and not because I'm looking for stuff. Yeah, you know, like you, where you're just like, I gotta find every item. No, I'm literally like. <laughs> so if I send you, know, you um, the, the guys at RKG who I support and I talk about often, um, they did a Halloween special last year where they played through Blair Witch beginning to end in one stream, the three mm-hmm. of them, dressed yeah. up in Halloween characters just for fun, a lot of laughs. If I sent that link to you, would you watch just the final hour to, to, to see the game? I, I'll, I'll look it up. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 you don't have to send me a link. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know, just just yeah. it's like a six and a half hour stream. So just fast forward to, like to, the, to where the they get mark. just to they get to the house. Okay, um, and you. just watch that because I just feel there's so many people that either didn't play Blair Witch or right. they played like you a couple hours and and like I said, the beginning of that game is slow in the woods. Um, that the the last hour hour and a half of that game is just so freaking fantastic. Uh, and mm-hmm. my it's just. It, it blows your mind. It's crazy. So mm. I just want more people to experience it. Then, um, but despite that, what you actually been playing? Uh, I've been playing so much crap. Madden, we kind of talked about. No, we don't need to talk about that. Yeah, I'm done with it. Um, <laughs> that's really like I had some issues with Xbox yesterday. Okay. But that was due to me being the Alpha Skip Ahead program. And it uh, really did a number on it. Like, I thought I you could, said you were getting out of that because you keep having issues I, with that. Shit. Well, I, I did, and then I got back into it for some reason, and then 
I don't know what the hell is going on. But anyway, I, I got out of it again because what happened was I would turn my Xbox on. It wouldn't show up on my TV. Like it wouldn't even register that it was on. And then eventually I would press the Xbox button and all of a sudden it would pop up. Well, then uh-huh. nothing else worked on the controller except for the Xbox button. No, <laughs> no buttons and everything. I'm like, what in the hell? My Xbox is dying. Oh, please, God, no. And then I looked it up on the insider forums. I read it uh, and it looked yeah. like it was a known issue. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll just have to reset it. Done. Haven't had any issues since. Thank God. So it. <laughs> I thought maybe because I've been on PlayStation a lot lately because of the because I reviewed Hitman there, um, and so I was worried that like I wasn't you know giving enough of to my my tower of power. So <laughs> the pop um, collar. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I was a little worried about it. Um, <laughs> so. I've been playing that and playing Hitman three a lot still because it's just been yeah. I've been trying to level up and get these challenges done and and try to do a bunch of these escalations and unlock new stuff and do all this stuff. You know, they just released their new roadmap. Yeah. You know, so they had a couple new escalations in there that which are super hard, but they're very very fun to play. Um, I've been playing a bunch of stuff really. I mean, I tried Destruction All Hard for like two minutes. That's a no go. Tried what? Destruction All Stars. Oh, that ain't happening. Yeah, ever again. Hey, Pompa um, said you did good on RE2 demo. Yeah, yeah, that's as much as I could handle. <laughs> and that was with and me sitting next yeah, to you. you. Yeah, you were there. Bert was on the live. <laughs> there was there was a lot of things you know helping me out. Um, but short of that, man, it's it's been mostly Hitman for some reason. I don't know why. I'm like I can't stop playing that game. Um, because I mean, because there, there's so many different things to do. You know, with the escalations, yeah. especially, you know, I think, and th- and those definitely aren't for everybody. Those are very specific missions and stuff. I, I know I've been playing some other stuff, but I just can't. It just doesn't pop into my head. I should have no, wrote it down. No, I guess. It's all good, man. Oh, Thank Man you. Eater, man, that was another one. Oh, I tried that. I, yeah. I have that. Well, I bought it on Xbox like two weeks before right. they announced it for PS Plus, of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah. now I have it on bo- both, but I still haven't played it. Oh, yeah. Control. That was the other one. I got oh, you went and- back to it. Yeah, okay. Got the the free, you yeah. know, upgraded version or whatever. Well, you bought nine versions of it. Yeah, I've got every it. version of it now, <laughs> except for the Switch version and the PC version. So, I've got four controls. Um, that's it. It's it's. I mean, it's it, that was one of my favorite games back in it was 2019. Yeah, it was a great game. Um, I, I I wanted to see what it looked like, you know, with actual steady frame rate. Where you can unpause the game and it didn't stutter for like three or four seconds every single time. It's amazing what these yeah. little improvements can do. You know, <laughs> the, the, as far as like the ray trace stuff, I'm never gonna see it. I tried it; looks all right. I just can't do sub 60 FPS anymore. Right. So I mean, oh, Mr. Hoity-toity now all right. can't. Right. You've ruined me. And there is like everything I see now that's like 30. Like when I went to control and tried it on the quality mode or whatever it was. I was like, this is trash. Yeah, I can see. <laughs> oh, yeah, look, you can see the reflections in their eyes. Who the hell plays it? <laughs> Put your face up to it to yeah. see that kind of stuff. You know, yeah, it looks pretty, you know, from like an overall point of view. You know, and Spider-Man was the same way with like the ray tracing. You know, if you played. But the the frame rate making everything so smooth and everything, it just yeah. – Trumps it every single time for me. Yeah. And it just screwed up my entire backlog. Unless you're <laughs> gonna update it, you know. And I went back, played a little bit of God of War to see that update. I went back, played some division two, realized that they added so much stuff since we stopped playing it. I can't even I can't even figure out what it, 
it's no. boom. I was yeah. like, what the hell? Yeah. What is happening? So I had to get, I tried to get back into it a little bit. Like the controls came back to me, but then there was so much more stuff. Yeah. That I was just like, this is crazy. I would have yeah. to put another hundred hours into this game just yeah. to get back to where I need to be. Like Destiny it's, 2. That's the problem yeah. with those games. If you, yeah. if you step away for a while, yeah. you come back and it's all, yeah, forget it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got to log on and at least get the, the Raccoon City right. you know, stuff, yeah. you know, exactly. free. So, <laughs> now, yeah, it, it's been it's been a lot of all these updates. Yeah, you know, it just makes it. So I've been trying to just jump around, but it's mostly been hit, Hitman and Control, I would say. Gotcha. Cool. Ken Hall, good to see you, Ken. Said, yeah, just talking about Medium. Uh, played on PC with Dolby Atmos around. Yeah, the sound in the game is incredible. Yeah. Truly incredible. It's probably, for me, um, only... It's the most memorable game sound design-wise since Hellblade. Mm -hmm. um, the more you play through that game, I mean, you'll be just... You'll hear very specific whisper come out of a single speaker, you know, surround aspect. It's it's crazy. So Play with your earphones, man. It makes it way better. I played that, too. So play with your headphones on. No, not compared to my system, dude. Oh, no, your system is like an eight thousand dollar, eight, whatever it is, twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> it's insane. Like it's missing a zero, Dan. Yeah, are humongous. I've Fuck seen this it, thing. Al, I person. wish I only paid eight. Yeah, whatever it is. All right, I have a hundred and fifty dollar pair of Steel Series Xbox headphones that do seven point one virtual surround yeah, sound, and it's fantastic with Windows Sound. Yeah, that's all I need. Play it with that, or if you have twenty to eighty thousand dollars, go buy Ains's setup, <laughs> and you'll be good to go. No, but so, I, I put it in my sure. review that you need to, yeah, good surround sound or a headset. Yeah. You got to for that game. It's yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. Um, on Hitman Three, so I, I picked that up. And by the way, I need to mention Dan. I mm. was looking at my gaming catalog, so that you know we're all playing a smattering of games and Game Pass and other things. Sure. But the core three games. Last three games I've bought and played mm -hmm. now are Yakuza, which I put a ton of time into. Then I bought Pathless nice. on your recommendation. I have only played that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and now I've bought Hitman, and I've I've beat the all the normal missions, right? Sure. I, so it, which in Hitman normal. doesn't mean a whole lot, but um, I'm still doing other stuff in it now, which means there's now three games in a row that I've bought on your recommendation. I don't know how we got here. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm worried. Yeah, That's games. concerning to me. Yeah. Um, what I would say, I think you now need to play through the Halo trilogy, the original one. I played through it. No, you need to do it again. Again? On Master Chief Collection. You need. You need. You owe me something. I don't know what, but I, you need I, to play Halo in I some love, form. I, like, I went back to play the first Halo. I played through it on the Master Chief Collection, I think. And then, maybe. I think I did. Yeah, I did, because it was the one where you can like switch different... Uh, resolutions and shit. Yeah, and go back from anniversary. Yeah. 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 They, yeah. Whatever that was, I played through that one. I didn't. Play you could two. do that on two as well. Can you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll try it. I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, it, it, I never disliked the Halo games as a single player campaign. I just suck so bad at the multiplayer that I just completely forget it even exists. So, <laughs> but uh, uh, Elu says, ironically, Dan's owning seven copies of Control shows his lack of control. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I wonder, like, I've always wondered like which game that I own the most of. I think it's Bioshock. No, because Control is four. My, it's probably Skyrim because I think I own that on eighteen different systems. Oh, for I, I know for this household, it's freaking Minecraft. Down, yeah, there's that too. We've bought Minecraft easily, easily 12, 13, 14 times. Gosh, I mean, man. 
Yeah, we, have a, it. I, we have multiple copies on 360, yep. have it on PS3, multiple copies on Xbox One, um, mm. multiple copies on PC, multiple copies on mobile. Um, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It's but, anyway, um, Hitman, one thing I wanted to bring up on Hitman is one thing I don't like about it. Um, mm. The gameplay is really fun. I love because when I play third person action games where it has stealth elements, say Assassin's Creed or something, I li- I'm always the guy who wants to play a stealth. I even did in Cyberpunk, right? did the hacking and kind of hiding until I had to fight. So Hitman's like whole game is like that. Like, you you know, you're just trying to hide all the time. So I like it. The thing I hate about the way they set up the UI is the UI is set up. So like it's one saga. Do you know what I mean? So for someone like you, Dan, where you have all the Hitman stuff, right? Um, like you talked about, it's cool because then each location is its own little thing and you have all these challenges and everything for someone like me or those other millions of people that just bought Hitman three, when I go to the main menu now and you go to locations or whatever, um, you I have to go through all these locations that I don't even know. I can't even play. Um, and I have well, to get you, to the ones that are in Hitman 3. For That's for destinations. Well, yes. there's de- there, if you go to the story tab, it's the same thing. Hitman 1 story, Hitman 2 it'll story. Say, it'll Hitman show Prologue, story. Hitman 1, Hitman 2, Hitman 3. Yeah. And there's so there's, like, there's, there's like four tabs. Yeah. Half of the, the UI. Half of the UI is stuff I, I can't even play. It's not even part of the game. Why would you even click on it? Like literally going over four tabs. No, no, <laughs> if you were complaining there. about that, I don't know what to help you with, man. No, no, no. You're missing the point. Why are you? Why so is it there? We talk gaming every every day, right? right? If I'm a consumer and I go buy Hitman 3 from a store because yeah. it's review, whatever reason, I buy it, sure. I install it, and I turn on the game, and there's right. 80 things I can click on that aren't even part of the game I just bought. Right. What's the point in that? That's so like only show those things on the main screen if I own them. Like right, yeah. it's ridiculous. They they basically ripped everything from Hitman Two and put it on the three. That's what it, I mean. Yeah. yeah it's, it's the you have to understand that IOI basically you know they self publish this one, so they did as little as they possibly could. They updated <laughs> the graphics, which looks awesome, but the UI was probably one of those things where we're just like, yeah. We're gonna just leave this. Like I think you're is. only this, furthering my point. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, I mean, it's not. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, that's a minor complaint. Well, it's that minor to you because you have everything. Well, it doesn't matter if I have everything. Like literally, okay. Let me, let me give you an example of of, of you. Complaining this would be like having Master Chief collection thing. and only Halo Four working. Like, well, well that, that's Master Chief collection isn't that though. <laughs> Mr. Chief Collection is everything. I understand what you're That's saying, true. but listen. I mean, I, I I'm gonna give you an example. Like, I watched your 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 controller video, which you okay. guys should go and watch because it's a very very good video. Okay, and when you held the DS4, yes, all right. I've never in my life, yeah, seen anybody hold play here on the thumbstick on one side because you complained that your thumbs would hit each other, uh-huh. right? If you use a DS4 like this, like, oh, you hit your thumb. Well, I was saying it comes together, yeah. Not if you use it like a normal human being. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're the only person. Like, like the way you grab a controller, it's like it owes you money. Okay. Like, you, <laughs> you grab it and you, like, choke hold this thing. I'm like, oh, yeah, that would be so uncomfortable if that's how, like, like a, a person would hold it. This have be, to do with controls you want. Well, I'm saying the control. No, you're talking about Hitman 3. What Hitman I'm saying 3. is, it's a minor complaint that only affects you. No, it really doesn't. That's the, the point. It doesn't only affect. It affects it, it, everyone who bought the game. But they don't have to click on it. 
That's what I'm saying. It's like it's like yeah, you have all this stuff here, but then you also complain that the switch is too simple. The switch, <laughs> the switch UI. Well, it is. It is super simple. <laughs> yeah. Well, which one is it? It's just overcomplicated. There's something in the middle. Well, I, I didn't guess. say complicated. I said there's stuff on it I don't own. Why is it there? Why? It, so you listen. They're trying to get you to buy the shit. Well, I know that. that. What the hell's the problem? I mean, they're just advertising. <laughs> That's what, go buy Hitman Two and One because it's All right, we're done. We're done. We're way off track. We're way off track. I'm just telling you, <laughs> it's there because yeah, there was the answer. Dan just gave you the answer though. Just go buy One and Two, and you don't have to worry about yeah, it. Anymore. Always yeah, the solution. Just, this yeah. is why Dan has four copies of Control. <laughs> Correct. Yes. I mean, you. It's like, oh, why is this all there? I have to move this thumbstick three times buy it. to access. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a crazy complaint to me. That's craziness. That's not You're insane. Okay. All right. Go watch this video though, because it's really good. Oh, thank you. It was too I tried to film that video as a 10-minute video. I looked at it when I was done. It was nearly 19 minutes. I was like, Jesus, yeah. I talked a lot. What did I do? I watched um, it before you even put it up there. I was like, wait, it just popped up on my YouTube feed like yeah. two days prior. And I was like, oh, let's go watch this. I'm like, okay, yeah, this is really good. Except who the hell holds a controller like that? You, know, <laughs> you got man hands, so, I guess. You know, <laughs> but the point the point I was making is I that, and I think making. we all agree, is that the DualShock Four is a much smaller controller oh, yeah. than the DualSense, Absolutely. and that because of how small it is, and because the sure. thumbsticks are so close in the middle, that it yes. brings your. All I was saying is it brings your thumbs like this all the way together. I don't actually hold it like this. I mean, come on. Right, that's what I'm saying. But you did on the video. That's what I'm saying. It was hilarious. I was like, "Who the hell holds a controller like that?" This guy obviously has no idea what he's talking about. But everything else was great. God, <laughs> was Paul, I'm sorry you had to be guest to witness this. No, uh, this is great. This is fantastic. This, yeah, this, this is, is the grind our gears. Show, but it's this hilarious. Is, this is... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just throwing it out there. Listen, listen. You play as you want to. You know, you do what you want to do. Great video. I still think you're weird. <laughs> but that's all right. So we <laughs> a couple other things. I was I was gonna mention PUBG. If you if you're a PUBG fan and have the Series X or I, I assume the PS5, um, it makes a huge difference because you can play at 60 frames and on a game like PUBG, it's life changing. Played that the other day, got back into it. Um, fantastic. So missed that. Destruction All Stars. I'm gonna try this week with some of the guys in Chad and some friends. We'll see. I did play it. I went through the tutorial to your point, Dan. It was like. Eh, you know, no. it, it runs smooth, looks good, um, yeah. but it's multiplayer only, and, and there's like nothing. There's no depth to it. It feels. I joked the other day. It feels like Bleeding Edge with cars. It's like yeah. Sony's Bleeding Edge, you know, where it's That's like it it plays well, looks cool, but there's there's not much for the players there. Yeah. So. No, that Can that you was. Imagine that was had rough. they charged seventy dollars for that. That's yeah. There's I think I think someone at Sony finally played it and was like, guys, we we can't <laughs> yeah. release this for seventy dollars. Like. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Um, anyway, let me shout out a few things real quick. So first, thank you um, for the continued support. I know Jan's joking about the DualSense video. I did just do a DualSense. That's really good. Thank you. So I yeah. did a DualSense video. I tried to be very detailed with it compared to the Series X controller, Elite Series 2, uh, Xbox One, and, P and DualShock 4, um, and just show the differences, why I think you know DualSense is really good, but it's still got some shortcomings. Same with Series X, blah, blah, blah. So that's out there. Um, this past week, we blew past 6,000 subs on YouTube um, and just continuing to see new subs every day. So thanks again for everyone that stops by and supports the uh, the channel. Um, and we have another, or I have another um, industry perspective chat coming this week, later in the week. So hopefully Wednesday, maybe by Thursday. Um, I won't say who it is yet, but uh, it's someone our community knows and loves. So. 
How do they hold their controller though? Well, no, I laugh because, <laughs> well, I might as well say who it is now. Um, because uh, Luke from uh, XCP just came in and said, that bit sucks, Boo Joe. Uh, thanks for the $2 oh, super chat. But yes, I am talking to uh, uh, Joseph from uh, the PlayStation Trophy Room uh, as a content creator. And uh, he's going to be my next industry perspective chat, which will air later this week. So thanks, Luke. Right. <laughs> that timing, that timing was perfect. Yeah. yeah. That was not planned, by the way. <laughs> All right, man. It's been uh, we've actually gone pretty long today, so but it's been a hell of a fun show, man. Pong, thanks for coming on, dude. Um, really good perspective, really good um, insight and, and conversation. So appreciate it, and uh, we'll definitely have to have you back. But um, I know you've been kind of all over the place. I also know, obviously, you're doing another show here shortly because um, you're part of the Shop Podcast now too on Saturday evenings with nice. PTK. So, um, but other than that, of course, why don't you shout out where people can find you and what you're up to? Uh, absolutely. Thank you again, uh, Dan and Ains. I appreciate you guys so much for having me on again. Uh, watch you guys, love you guys, and uh, this is a fantastic opportunity. And uh, thank you. It was a good time, man. Um, and chat, you guys are awesome as always. I see a bunch of my uh, people in there, and uh, I love you all. And uh, obviously, uh, thank you all for coming out and supporting uh, everything that I do and that these guys do. Um, and uh, without that, nobody would be here. So that is sure. always important. So appreciate it. Uh, everybody can find me Pong soul everywhere, uh, Twitter. Um, and obviously on Xbox, um, and, uh, follow me. I'll follow you back. Love talking about gaming. Otherwise, uh, shop podcast, as Ains said, every Saturday night, uh, with PTK and, uh, then Xbox ultimate every Friday night, uh, with fun speculation and Caitlin. Uh, so, uh, you can find me always there and then who knows where else you'll see me. I'm always uh, somewhere, and like I said, 2021 has been so crazy. You never know where I'll be next. So, awesome. uh, but thank you all again. I appreciate it. Loved it. This was a great show. So, thank you. Awesome, thanks, brother. And definitely hit me up for some Master Chief, man. I got to jump in with you guys. So that's that's my jam. Mm. So, <laughs> Dan, what's going on, man? What you want to call out? Uh, not much. Uh, tonight, uh, eight o'clock Eastern, on uh, me and uh, Undead Nick, uh, Luke, and Joseph. We'll be doing a spoiler cast for Hitman 3. Hmm. So, you know, if you play through it, come and watch it. Um, we can talk about the menus now uh, and the over-clouded or over whatever it is. That's going to be my next uh, the next video that's for the channel. Be, yeah, gonna be the, gonna be, yeah. the, the messy Hitman 3 menu. And then I'm going to come in with the one after that that says, I have no idea. This is the man who complained <laughs> about the poker in Yakuza to me, that how easy it was to play. Like, it freaking matters. It doesn't matter. This minor detail in his thumbstick holding weird claw hands, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna make a whole video about this, just, <laughs> and, and just go to anyway. Come come watch it tonight on Undead's channel. Go follow him on Twitter. He's a good guy, uh, Nick Downey, um, and we'll talk about some Halo. What we liked, what we didn't like. Um, uh, Ains will be in the chat talking about again the UI. So we're gonna you know we're gonna cover everything as much as we can. It's gonna be fun. And, you know, Pong, thank you for being on. It's been a pleasure. Awesome time. Hopefully have you on again here shortly, soon, whenever. Let me know. I'll be yeah. here. That's kind of what I do. It's just like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I'll join you. Every week I after my day, we're doing a show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it works. All right, guys. Thanks, chat. You've been awesome. Thanks for everyone stopping by. If you're listening later, thank you as well. Uh, like I keep saying, you know, just a uh, 
great amount of um, podcast listeners as well lately. So thank you so much. One thing, if you do listen regularly and you'd like to see us on a different podcast format, um, then we're already out there. You know, we're on SoundCloud and Spotify and all over the place. But if there's something that we're not on, you'd like to see us on, just hit me up on Twitter, hit me up somewhere and let me know and uh, we can make it happen. So, but thanks again. That was BigCast140 and we will see you next Saturday. Peace. <laughs>